Hello lovely people and welcome back to the Distinct and Jovial podcast. My name is Dominic and I am joined by my wonderful co-host Jerry. How you doing Jerry? I'm good thank you Dom. How are you? Yeah really excited for this one. I think just this this a little bit different. We got some we got some good stuff going on this t- for this one. <laughs> it's Christmas special part two. Are you kidding? <laughs> um, it is the 21st of January. Uh, it is quarter to 10 at night on a Friday. Uh, this is episode number eight. Um, and so while amazing. it's... <laughs> I know. Could you, I did, it? It's not that I didn't think we'd get here, but it's one of those things that I've loved every minute. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's Friday afternoon. I'm not sure I can always make sense, so... <laughs> Well, I don't make sense any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter Morning, when it's Monday. Morning, afternoon, night. But you're making sense. How do we test that? Um, I don't know. While we, don't, we aren't doing a Christmas special, <laughs> we promise we're not doing another <laughs> Christmas special. We got a little bit of backlash. Um, I will address all of your points, Mother, at some point, but maybe <laughs> that's going to be next year's podcast for the Christmas one. You can next give us your Christmas notes. Special. And me and Jerry will go where you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we were right all along, and 12 months hasn't changed anything. anything. But with this going uh, being released on the 1st of February, we thought we would do... Uh, we're going to try something a little bit new. And we have got a bit of a theme. So we've gone for... I've called it the Valentine's Day special, but I think this is probably just the, the love special, so to speak. <laughs> That was my best impression that you're ever going to get at that. <laughs> this is a good impression, Dom. Are we going to talk about the Valentine's Day massacre? I, well, that was in the quiz today. I didn't know that. I think we got that wrong as well. <laughs> where, where was it? I can't remember, actually. The I quiz question remember. that we had today was, where was the 1929 St. Valentine's, Valentine's massacre? It's New York, wasn't it? We put New York, but I think we got it wrong. We both have computers in front of you. Why aren't we Barry Googling St. Edmunds. <laughs> Why aren't we Googling it? <laughs> Valentine's Day Massacre 1929. Apparently it's in Chicago. There you go. Is that our first bit of education? Chicago, Chicago. I think it is. It's where they make deep pan pizzas. <laughs> Oh dear. So we're going to try and do our normal stages, but this is going to be all centered around Valentine's Day and and all that. We don't know if this is going to work as well, because we've both admitted this is the shortest amount of notes that we have. So uh, this is just Operation Wing It, as it always is. It is indeed. (laughs) If If this was a box meal, it would be a box of chicken wings. Right. It's a podcast. Okay. <laughs> spicy chicken wings. I do like spicy chicken wings. Who doesn't? Do you prefer boneless or boned? Boned. Mm, I'm a boneless man. Yeah. Feels more medieval <laughs> when you've got the bone. Full kind of like taking a chunk out and ripping it off. Yeah, Henry VIII. Like Henry just VIII's tear off a strip of chicken and then go off with his head. <laughs> and the people around you are saying, what are you on about? 
Michelle, I'm sorry. Just can you pass the salt, please? <laughs> what are you on about? It's it's four p.m. on a Tuesday in KFC. Why are you shouting off of his head? And it's 2022, dude. It's because the milkshake machine doesn't work. <laughs> Bring me the head of the person that maintains this milkshake producing machine. Oh, who invented the milkshake producing machine that never but always needs maintenance? I told you who invented it, the cow. <laughs> Is that what happens when a cow's in in an earthquake? That's how you get milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> or if it dances really quickly. <laughs> if a cow does the stomp. Yes. <laughs> right, we've completely derailed Sorry. our own podcast within right. the first ten minutes. Well, uh, I suppose this hopefully is what what you what you folks all all love and want to hear is just me and Jerry talking absolute nonsense. We'll start with the food item of the month. Uh, I've labelled this one as best romantic slash fancy meal. And I've kind of, I mean, I've got some notes, but there's kind of two categories. Because one I don't think would work as a romantic meal, but it's a bit more of a fancy meal. So I wrote down sushi, but I'm not sure that's always a good idea to have as a romantic (laughs) meal. I'm finding this disproportionately funny and I don't know why. <laughs> sushi. I, I think it's because I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> I mean, really, I went for, what's the fanciest thing that I like to eat? Then I could, the, the first so, thing that came to my mind was sushi. <laughs> so I wrote it down. Let's circle back to hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so let me just get this straight. So you're saying the most romantic, no, or the, the fancy Fancy, thing, yeah. The most fancy thing is sushi. Just generally, or, or if you were to, are you talking about a Valentine's meal? So are we making this Valentine specific now? Well, I, I, I don't really know because I was thinking about it and I was like, I couldn't really, like if I was to go to a fancy restaurant, like, you know, four or five, you know, uh, no, what is it? Michelin star, whatever uh, it three is. Three star, I think, goes up to three star. Yeah. Um, I was like, what do they serve? Well, and nine times out of ten, they still serve like bangers and mash, but <laughs> it's the proportions are normally so small that you end up, you know, it, it wouldn't. KFC yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, you you can picture it now. You've had like a seven course, seven course meal, and it's always like calamari, bangers and fancy bangers and mash, or some kind of uh, like exotic thing that nobody can pronounce. And then the pudding is always a cheesecake that's normally about the size of your eyeball. So you eat all of that as a fancy meal. It costs you four grand, and then you come out and you go, well, I'm still hungry. So you wander down to the local <laughs> McDonald's, pick up a Big Mac and chips. There are other uh, fast food establishments available and op- <laughs> options on the menu. And you consume that while in your suit and tie in, in your car with your missus next to you, um, usually singing along to some awful Offspring song. That's quite a specific scenario I've come up with there. That, but that, that is... So specific, Dom. It's almost like you've been thinking about this for about three weeks. <laughs> Mulling it over. 
Masticating, I, masticating it. You, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, you're right. I think fanciest food. So when I think of something really fancy and a bit OTT, I think of something like salt bays. Um, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> oh, sorry, bays, I did the uh, I did the action yeah. where he has a the world's most like limpest wrist known to man. Almost a bit like um. It's almost like a cobra. Mm. Yeah. So, so his his gold leaf steak. Have you seen that? I have. And it costs. A, yeah. It's like have you seen the price of it? Something. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, but but fair play to him. It's a decent sized steak. It just happens to be covered in gold leaf. But that's pretty fancy. Hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, you probably could say a steak is probably reasonably fancy. I suppose, yeah. I mean, steak would probably be up there, but actually I quite like like steak and chips and it no, doesn't think, sound fancy. No, I think I, I'm with you. If you, I think sushi is definitely more fancy than, than steak because there's steak and there's steak, isn't it? Mm. You, you could go to the harvester and order a steak. Yeah, and it's be normally exactly quite disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the undercooked tomato on the side oh and it's always undercooked uh, tomatoes with a steak doesn't feel right no it isn't right i don't know what i don't know what that's about it's almost like nobody likes it everybody agrees it shouldn't be done but because it's tradition it's yeah a tradition that's been running since like the 1960s everybody just continues to do it now so the best steak that i ever had was um over in holland i went to a steakhouse and it, okay it was it was you know at its essence it's steak and chips, but the steak that I ordered, when I ordered it rare, it was rare. It was, you know, I've got on the cowl, I've wiped its ass, and I've slapped it on a plate. That's that's rare, right? Not this, okay, it's mildly singed type thing. No, wipe its ass, slap it on a plate, done. If it's still mooing, that's normally a bonus. Um, and then the chips, they go with their triple cooked chips. I... I no, I just I like I do my, like, I like a rare steak. I, like, I, I steak's got to be rare for me. It's always I has do. been. Same here. Um, and then yeah, okay, the chips were they were triple cooked chips, whatever that thrice means. fried. That's it, thrice, thrice fried. <laughs> yeah, some, like sometimes a fancy <laughs> meal is not even that fancy. It just sounds fancy. Um, and then we had a wonderful bottle of red, um, which meant that I didn't remember much of the meal afterwards because I drank far too much. <laughs> Okay. Until I saw the receipt that- and saw the number of euros that I spent on it because it was a lot. That's when you need to leg it. <laughs> Either that or you get the marigolds out and you just... That's it. I'll make, roll your sleeves up, make your way into the kitchen. you got some washing up to do. Yes. Hashtag get on with it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so steak could be, you know, could be one of your fancier foods, but... I was the thing that got me was I thought of sushi and then I thought, is that a good thing to have for a romantic meal? Fish I always find is a dodgy thing to have. If you're in a romantic situation. Okay, I'll I'll see your your dodgy thing to have in a romantic situation and I'll raise you. <laughs> really messy, sticky, hot wing barbecue chicken. Mm. Yeah, and you eat with your fingers. Which you, which you eat with your fingers, and you just cannot eat gracefully. 
bowl, <laughs> I'll raise you a very, very hot curry oh. so that you're trying to have a conversation but you can't really concentrate because your mouth is burning and you're breaking out to a sweat. And you're using a napkin to continuously wipe the sweat off your face. <laughs> It's like that's how my dad likes his curries. If that's I'm not, how I love my curries. If I am not mopping my brow, it's not hot enough. If if I don't have, so if I don't have a cardiac arrest due to the heat, <laughs> due to the chili, and then have to be resuscitated mid meal, it's not, it's not worth having. <laughs> if, it's a, if it's a curry. <laughs> Do you know, so like all right, i'm gonna caveat right i probably should caveat before i started this right and i don't, I don't know if you know this joke right so i've been single for 10 years right which is a fairly long time so it feels really ironic me talking about like some of this stuff in terms of like you know because i'm I, I i'm now 30 my first podcast as a 30 year old wow yes oh no congratulations uh well, i don't feel <laughs> 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 so you know congratulations I... regardless <laughs> yeah. Yay. Yay. congratulations fun. you didn't die this year <laughs> <laughs> and you know so i've essentially been single for my entire 20s and i look and you know and Totally okay with that. That's a whole different board game. So I always feel a bit weird, like, going on about this. But maybe it's because I'm slightly paranoid. But, like, if you were out for a romantic meal, let's say, I don't know, a date with somebody, and, you know, things went well, for me, the problem with the hot curry would then be the, the morning after. That would, to me, would be the problem, right? <laughs> if things have gone well. Do you see where I'm going with this, people? I would I would argue that <laughs> depending on the curry you might not make it to the next day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think you want to avoid a hot curry. So avoid hot curry, avoid, avoid fish. Hot, avoid fish. So that's the sushi out. Um avoid sticky hot wings. <laughs> I mean Steak is a fairly safe choice, even if it's not fancy. We're back to good old-fashioned prawn cocktail for starter. <laughs> prawn Steak. cocktail crisps. Prawn cocktail. <laughs> and a packet of pork scratchings. Mr. Porky's pork scratchings. <laughs> prawn cocktail with iceberg lettuce, Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> Followed by steak and chips. Followed by... Wolves Vianetta. Oh, you can't beat a Vianetta. There you go. Job oh, done. Do they even still do that? Yeah, they do. Oh, man. Yeah, they actually do. I always remember that Vianetta used to be like a treat as a kid. Oh, Vianetta's love. You'd only get it like once a year. <laughs> right. But from memory, they weren't that expensive. <laughs> and they're quite cheap. No. Like, no. But I love the crunch. Mm-hmm. As, you, as you'd cut through the layers of chocolate. It doesn't feel right, crunchy ice cream. No, but it works. But it works. I put that on the list of, of things that works. So, I mean, based on that, at the moment then, we've kind of decided maybe McDonald's is the best choice. <laughs> <laughs> or fast food, something like that. 
Yeah, you could just say, look, let's save ourselves four grand. Mm. Skip the embarrassment of being in a restaurant where don't really understand what's in the wine list. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to try the wine, and, sir? It, yeah. How does it taste? It tastes like wine. <laughs> Very whiny. <laughs> yeah, that, that's nice. Oh, I didn't screw up my face. Yeah. yeah. And then just go straight to McDonald's. Hmm. And then that's it. <laughs> Done. The rest is history. Done. Oh, man. What have we got ourselves into? <laughs> I really don't know. You can- I mean, you're the one who's married. How? What? What? what, You must have some. Some. Have you done any dates like that, or did you do any dates like that? If you can remember back then. No. (laughs) Just your pure charm. Just your pure charm. It was so long ago. I can't even remember. Yeah. Fair enough. (laughs) I mean, yeah, because my wife and I will be married twenty years this year. Okay. Blimey. That really scares me because I know how I know that I know because I you know in theory I should be you know if I was to be your age in twenty years I'm going to reveal your age a little bit here Jerry but if I was your <laughs> age in twenty years I would be married this year. Yeah, I got. I'm trying to think now. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah, I got married at 31. Okay. 30, 31, yeah. And had Rachel, my daughter, at 32. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's all, I'm doing the maths. Yeah. <laughs> so I need more yeah. maths questions on that quiz. <laughs> yeah. Let me get my calculator. <laughs> Get me coat. <laughs> Get me coat. Yeah. Yeah, blimey. Well, you you never know. You look. You don't know what's around the next corner. I don't. I don't. That's very true. Uh, no, I don't. I was going to try and make some joke, but if I just went, <laughs> I was like, no, there's nothing. Don't even try it. Sometimes the only way to make the joke is to laugh at your own stupidity. <laughs> Love it. That's the best way I am. Next bit. So I put the other topics first because I think the poignant questions are going to be uh, how to call it. Uh, they could be quite specific. Some of them could be quite quick. Some of them could be quite slow. But I wanted to kind of do the other topics first because I think it's a little bit left field. Um, so I've no idea if it's going to work. Um, and I mean, really, some of the point. It's really just poignant question number one because of some of the, the questions that we've done. But I've put down what do we refer to as the ick slash odd things that like a just a no and as i've attached a video and i don't know if you watched the little tiktok video that's attached i haven't i haven't uh, got tiktok oh okay so the for those that don't know what and it's normally like normally it's uh and i would have loved to have done this with you know someone like laura on actually because normally it's females will have icks about you know males or people have icks about males it's things that males do so the examples on there that they go is uh having a velcro wallet gives them an, the ick <laughs> well even if there's hundreds of thousands of pounds in that wallet yeah, yeah, yeah. just having a velcro wallet that gives them the ick <laughs> okay 
Re- it's really odd things that really just put you off of somebody. Um, and the other ones that are on, on that video is like, uh, having baggy boxes is apparently an ick. <laughs> Don't. Boxes aren't supposed to be tight. <laughs> but boxes are... Wait one second. Boxes are supposed to be baggy. That's what they're designed for. What? <laughs> That's like saying... <laughs> That's like saying, oh, I don't like glasses that fit. Well, there oh, are okay, other... well, sorry. I'll... What do you want me to do? In, in researching this, there was loads of other ones as well that I found. And, you know, things like having plastic glasses frames, it gives me the ick. Is this for real? This is for real. And, 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 and there'll be people that'll be listening and it'll be going, yeah, yeah, I can understand that. That, that gives me the, that gives me the, that's an absolute no. And I don't, and I was looking at this and I don't think I have any particular like things that just make me feel, unco- I have things that make me feel uncomfortable, but I wouldn't say it's a, uh, a thing. I have, I'd have deal breakers. Like if you did that, that's something that I couldn't be with you, but there isn't any silly little things that give me the particular ick, <laughs> I'd so to speak. I was expecting to hear something like lifting an ass cheek and letting rip or, <laughs> you know. But this is really weird left field stuff like Velcro wallet. And... Yeah, yeah. Oh, what was the other one I've got written down? Crawling up the stairs on all fours. <laughs> yeah, that's like the exorcist. Yeah. It'll make you look like the exorcist. I don't think that's ick. I just think that's freaky. Yeah. Why would you do that? And I suppose that's what the that's what they're kind of going for uh, in terms of that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Things so that... random. Yeah, it's it's very random. I mean, I had a bit of a think, but I was like, I can't really think of anything that's weird like that. That gives me the ick. <laughs> I've got things that make me uncomfortable. So I've got... <clears throat> uh, like, oh, hello. Teenage boy voice crack. <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. What is this? <laughs> Jerry's now laughing at me because I'm just like stunned. <laughs> One of these days we're going to do we're going to do a video podcast so you can see what we both like. <laughs> um, to pixelate my face <laughs> to protect people It's to protect the audience, not to protect me. Well, what do I do with mine? <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. Um. <laughs> I mean, I've got like, I mean, smoking's a deal breaker for me. It's just it. Is it? Yeah. And I get that. I do get that. I'm an ex-smoker, so it doesn't bother me so much. I actually, (laughs) (laughs) actually, smoking is kind of strangely erotic. Yeah. Yeah, so there are the other op- there are things that are opposite of X that you think that people do things you think, yeah, I'm kind of you know that's that's an attractive thing. I've got one weird yeah. one which I don't know if I want to say on the podcast yet. <laughs> <laughs> it might out me a bit. Bear in mind, bear in mind, this might be this isn't quite the safe space you think it might be. No, it's not. <laughs> not at all. One day that one day we'll have about 165 million listeners. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, I need uh, to bleep that out. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you bleeped. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, exactly. You caused the first bleep. 
and your full Rubius Hagrid impression. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, so the exact attitude, you know, there, there are the, that difference of opinion. Like for me, that's an absolute no. It just, I don't know why. It's a big deal breaker. Yeah, thing, I so. get that. Smoking's not exactly a um, healthy habit. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best way to put it. It it's because of the smell. I think that the biggest problem for me it's the thing that actually bothered me the most even when I was smoking and I was and mm. I'm talking when I I, mean, I used to smoke I mean I yeah. probably went for it no messing around yeah um, I think well it's obviously it's, it's changed over the years it's kind of portrayal I suppose wasn't it yeah I mean they're doing everything they can quite rightly to put people off smoking yeah it's pretty much. And I was smoking in the days when the the cigarette packets were, you know, they look cool. Like you can mm. get a soft pack of Marlboros or, or Camel. And you know, you did a whole thing of like flicking the cigarette out the packet. Mm. There was a whole thing of lighting it with the Zippo, and I used to love that. Just the smell of the Zippo. The the, the, the metal make and clink, yeah, clink, the clink, clink, yeah. clink. Yeah, and you used to be able to. I used to do that trick of being able to. To flick the zippo open with just three, fi- yeah, two fingers and a thumb. Yeah, one-handed flick and one-handed with flick. and light it. And light it exactly. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. To do that, which which I could understand would, depending on the generation and and kind of the era that things like that happened, could be, you know, as you said, erotic or not erotic, so to speak. Erotic or yeah, attractive or not attractive. Let's not go down, too far down the sexual route. <laughs> women, women loved it back in the fifties. You're not that old, Jerry. <laughs> no, that's true. Oh, yeah. I feel it, though. <laughs> I think that's just a rule. Like, you go to bed thinking, oh, I feel fine. You go to bed and you wake up and suddenly your left shoulder doesn't work. <laughs> like, what happened? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, or you wake up absolutely knackered because you've had to do about six loo trips <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I don't want to get older. Um... And I mean, the other one I have written down um, is it's, I've got I've got written down like not being respectful to other people, especially to people like service workers. Like I can't stand people that. Yeah. But I don't think that's I a particular ick that. with like a deal breaker in a relationship. That's just a deal breaker with you as a person. As like, a person, got, yeah. Full stop. Yeah, it's yeah. not on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, it and that to me is it doesn't really matter, like whether you know it's not about being in a relationship with that person it's just a pure kind of you're a bit of a dodgy person if you think that you get to treat anybody like that so it's just human decency isn't it mm. treat people with respect yeah so that's what i got written down i have got one that's the opposite which i will tell you offline i've decided i'm not gonna out myself <laughs> on the podcast remember 165 million <laughs> listeners worldwide Yes, we James will become Ryan. the world's best podcast, bigger than even yes. Joe Rogan. Yes, Joe Rogan will come on our show as a guest. <laughs> He'll be begging us, please. Yeah, but as as as, slot. as smoking is one of my ex, no, we won't be doing a we won't be doing a spliff of him <laughs> on it. Fair enough. <laughs> Maybe we'll be able to retire from work. That'd be good. <clears throat> I don't know if you've got any more on that one. I've said a lot. I don't know if you if you've got I, any. 
No, I, I find the concept a bit weird. <laughs> I do kind of get it, but for me, for, to make something, it, it'll have to be kind of obvious. Like I say, like lifting up an ass cheek and letting <laughs> rip. And then you kind of go, yeah, that's that's not a good look. Is that, would that be like a first or second date thing? I suppose that in a long-term <laughs> relationship, there must what? be a point where you're more comfortable with each other. I'm purely yes, asking. Yes, there is. Yeah, there is. But I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't really, you know, even after 20, you just don't do it generally. <laughs> it's like, why? Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. Fair enough. It's always worth asking the question. It's, it's worth it. It's, you can always ask. No harm in asking. Shall we move on to the poignant questions? Let us move on. Let us sally forth onto poignant questions. Tally ho, hi ho, silver away. Question one: uh, Are you a romantic person slash define romantic? No, and <laughs> I can't. <laughs> And I'm not joking. No. And, and I've got witnesses. Okay. So your wife wouldn't say that. that your wife wouldn't say you're a romantic person. I think if anybody was to suggest to my <laughs> wife or suggest in front of my wife that I'm I'm a romantic person, I think she would probably <laughs> soil herself laughing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not romantic. So, because I'm not romantic, I don't know what would be classified as romantic over and above what you see in movies. <laughs> yeah. So a lot like I, because I, I don't think I am either. I'm totally not. Like I'm pure comedy through and through. That's the only way. If you don't find me funny yeah. in a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like you're not gonna find the rest of me good um but like interestingly if you actually like do like you know you can do the google like define and then a word like if you define <laughs> yeah. romantic that's like this is my uh, uh, this is my engineered googling skills come in i'm just gonna google the thing and see what happens <laughs> it was like like what does it say like a romantic a romantic idea can also mean a romanticized idea can also mean like an idealistic, like perfect idea, which then you think, well, if you're trying to be a romantic person, you're basically trying to be perfect to somebody. And um, newsflash, I'm not perfect. So why would I try and be a romantic person and try and be that, be something I'm not? So here's, here's an interesting thing. Because... What it really boils down to is, I, I don't really know, if, I don't think I've ever come across anybody that's just naturally romantic. It's mm. almost like you have to go out of your way to be romantic. Yeah. And in the days when I was, when I were a young lad, and we'd be going, I'd be still going out with lad. my mates, still a young lad, <laughs> going out clubbing and I don't know, just just going out generally, going to pubs and bars and the the guys that I was with who were the the, the most fortunate I should say with with women mm. were the least romantic 
Yeah. No, I can see that. They had the was it the bad boy appeal? I'm going to use it. I'll use air quotes. Bad boy. Yeah, appeal. Yeah. yeah. Bad boy appeal, and also, I think. If I think right back to my early early days, when I was in my teens, mm. and I thought, oh well, maybe the right thing to do is to be romantic. So I'd, I'd make an effort to be romantic, for example, with somebody I liked, with a girl I liked. She would just freak out and say, mm. "What are you doing, you weirdo?" Yeah, I'm calling the police. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's I think that's a fair thing. Um, yeah, no, I I <laughs> call the police. Call the I, police. Just... <laughs> Someone call the police. He's Someone being called... romantic. Woo <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, it just came across as odd. Comes across, I would have thought, more creepy. It is creepy. It, yeah, exactly that. It's creepy, and and I'm going to I'm going to say this because it's cathartic. I think it's the kind of thing I probably, I probably should be telling my therapist, but I'm going to say <laughs> it. I remember there was a girl at school who I really liked that worked in a pub, mm. and we we ended up working together in a pub for a very short period of time. And I didn't have the the guts to ask her out. Mm. And at that point, I hadn't even passed my driving test or anything anyway. So, and, and that's the thing I hate about teenagers. I was in that really odd, odd situation of it's like, oh, you, you know, what, what do you do? You ask you ask a girl out, but then where do you go? Because mm. you can't drive, and and you know she wasn't she didn't live within walking distance or anything. So. I wrote her a note and gave her some flowers. Mm. And then, and I wrote something romantic. I can't remember what it was, but it's something cheesy. It's something quite <laughs> romantic and something quite cheesy on the note. <laughs> and the next time she saw me in the pub, she couldn't talk to me. She just looked at me like, like I'd just strangled somebody's cat. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, oh, okay. And, and I tried to make good, yeah. I tried to make conversation with her, but I, at that point, I'd blown it because it was just, yeah. L- yeah. Looking back on it now, okay, with 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 this this old head on my shoulders, I think, Jerry, you idiot, what are you playing at? All you have to do is just chat to her. Yeah, but I didn't. Instead, I thought, right, I'm going to make I'm going to make a romantic gesture, and yeah, that completely fell flat on its ass. <laughs> I I have this theory. Right, and it's why it get. So this is like Dom's kind of. I don't. I, I don't know why I ever should be able to preach about these things, but I suppose a surprising amount of my friends came to me for relationship advice, despite the fact that I had literally no experience. <laughs> I will at some point will be going through that with my therapist, so don't panic. Um, no, they already know. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> what's funny about that is that's actually true. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Moving swiftly it's fine. on. It's fine. Moving swiftly on. No, but it um, doesn't mean you don't know anything, Dom. No, 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 no. Uh, no, the reason why they came to me to advice is because I could think sh- clearly, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Because I'd yeah. go, you're being an idiot, right? <laughs> I think logically. And like, I can't think logically because I really like this person. And it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, but my point being is, I, I really hate the phrase uh, friend zone. 
right? That's one of the things that really drives me nuts. They go, you're in the friend zone. And it's like, well, no, it's not. It's it's just a form, another form of a relationship. It doesn't, it's just like different. Now, um, what is interesting is I think that the best relationships would get formed from being friends beforehand because you are just having a conversation being slightly nervous and like doing something silly romantic like like your example doesn't lead to a good relationship because you don't get to know that person properly you don't get to what's the term uh you don't really understand how to connect on a on a on a human let's call it rather than a romanticized idealist idealist level your any level yeah i mean in your in your approach yeah (laughs) yeah i mean it's that so i i don't i don't i don't believe in 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 that kind of like romanticized idea that that's the way you do it you've got to be you know don't get me wrong it's nice to get people flowers but that you know i i would quite happily get flowers for my for my female friends just as friends you know if that's what i knew that they wanted um i'm now probably gonna have the end of this podcast i'm gonna get probably a, a message from at least one of them going why don't you get me flowers i'd quite like yeah, flowers, get me and... flowers dom where are yeah. my flowers well and and that like how many people buy males flowers now okay don't buy me flowers because i'm allergic to every single one that's a different problem <laughs> what about a venus flytrap? probably allergic to it <laughs> I'm pretty much allergic to the air when it's summer. Um, so I'm probably allergic to that one. Clearly a fly in my previous life. <laughs> fly on the wall. I think fly I think in the ointment. <laughs> fly in the ointment, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> There's a fly in my soup. Waiter. Waiter. There's a fly in my soup. <laughs> Shh, don't tell everyone. Yeah, they'll want one. <laughs> that's one of that's a great scene. I love that scene. What's that from? God, I can't remember. I can't remember. I'm very It's from the Lion King. No, I'll throw back to a previous podcast. <laughs> or is it from Aladdin? <laughs> oh, now you see now you're going into dangerous territory. You're gonna start making mistakes. Then there's gonna be lots of self flagellation. <laughs> To be fair, if it was a Lion King, they would probably say, there's a fly in my soup. Don't tell everybody they want them. I've got the Timon and Pumba now in my head. So I think I think we've realised that neither of us are romantic and neither is like the idea of a romantic. No, I don't. So, yeah, and, and I'll also, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Be, People are probably going to hate me more than they already hate me off the back of all the, the nonsense I've come out with <laughs> over the last eight podcasts. Um, so I I think there's a level of falsity mm. to it. Mm. And I've known of two couples at least in my time friends who were really into each other and they were always doing things like oh yeah he just you know he surprised me with these tickets and we went to Paris for a long weekend and oh, it was nice you know he, he got me some flowers and we, mm. you know we got a 
a driver to take us to a restaurant you know it's completely out of the blue so romantic and he mm. you know he did this he did that and and then literally six months later they've split up mm. so it's almost for me it's almost like you've got a relationship there which is a bit of a turd and you just keep chucking glitter on it. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like the, the expectation, the expectation is romantic, is the romance, which is a romantic idea, is an idealistic <laughs> idea. But actually at the core, you can only polish a turd so much. Yeah, you absolutely can. You stop polishing only... that and you suddenly go, this smells like <laughs> Yeah, you, can, you can't, the, the, no amount of Mr. Muscle or glitter <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Muscle, <laughs> glitter, loves the jobs you hate. Yeah, it it doesn't matter how much you. There apply. are other cleaning products out there, by the way. <laughs> there are yes, and remember, share prices can go down as well as up. Um, yeah, that their relationship was just it was just shite. Yeah, it doesn't matter how you slice it. Yeah, it was shite. Yeah. So, whereas. The, the the most solid relationships I've come across, I've witnessed, and and you know, so okay, I'm just going to use this example. For, so my wife and I, we take the piss out of each other all the time. And she's not romantic either. We we literally we take the piss out of each other all the time. But we have a very deep understanding. Mm. But her, yeah. yeah. So, you know, she. She said to me once, I had the haircut of Oscar Pistorius. <laughs> uh, but that was backlash to me telling her that she had a hairstyle that looked like Keith Lemon. <laughs> she, looked, she went through a period of looking like Keith Lemon. She's going to kill me for this. <laughs> but, but, you know, that's the kind of banter. Yeah. You, you've got to be able it's, to... It's a friendship banter that's a relationship. Yeah. Like, like... Almost a friends with benefits relationship is almost one of the best, along with like living with each other and doing, you know, uh, I am a, you know, parent, you know, a husband, wife thing like that. Like, you know, um, like my, I'm going to get killed for this as well, but my early teens, I had a friends with benefits relationship and that was, I'm going to get murdered for this, that was better <laughs> than some of the relationships that I've had because it was not that it was no strings right but it was more relaxed it was more relaxed and it, you know it, it it just it fizzled out you know just fizzled out eventually which is fine okay and if and it just yeah but it was just it was relaxed and that was that's what I think a, an actual relationship should be rather than this romanticized idea Dom listen it was really nice knowing you <laughs> yeah 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 this just like no, this is going to be our last podcast because we're both going to be killed i think over the next 24 to 48 hours we need to record as many of these as we can <laughs> yeah yeah so episode nine it is saturday the 22nd of january <laughs> this is going to be our march podcast oh wait we're supposed to yeah <laughs> Really Shall nice we move on to you. question two before we uh, get we, killed? Listen, Dom, this seriously, we need to move on to question two. Sharpish, like now. Move, 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 move. Question two. Who is responsible for paying on a date? So, nothing to do with romanticism. This is, I'm just a traditionalist. Mm. 
And again, I'm probably going to get shot down for this. And people say, oh, listen to that bloody dinosaur. But I think it should be the guy. I have a slightly different opinion. If it's a guy, if it's a guy with a girl. Now, if it's, what's interesting, and I'm genuinely intrigued. When you've got a situation, you've got gay couples, all right? Yeah, I've got got that written down. Do you go Dutch? Yeah. Do you go Dutch? Do you want to know my rule? Go on. My rule is... The person that pays whose idea it was. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. So if if I was in a relationship and I said, right, um, we are going to the cinema. I would drive there, pay tickets, buy food and come back. If my other half turned around and said, um, we are going... Uh, rock climbing, which, by the way, would be the literally the most terrifying thing anybody can do with me. Um, and I have a friend who keeps suggesting I go rock climbing, and I'm not going to do it. Um, not in a romantic or a non-romantic way. It <laughs> terrifies me. Um, you know, I, they, you know, I'd expect them to be like, you know, if it's a relationship, it'd be like, well, I'll, you know, pay for us to go into the rock climbing, suit up, and do the the stuff. To so that, because to me, that is the fairest way on two reasons one if you've got a gay couple there's no you know there's no kind of traditionalist male female thing yeah second i have a couple of friends um and where the salaries are you know can be quite like this and that's not necessarily with you know in in the traditional sense you know in this world i have i have some that actually it's the female who's the breadwinner of the two which means that if the the male suggests to the theme you know the, the sorry the person earning less money suggests right they can you know they look at the bank balance and they go i can afford this to take this person here they go hey we're going on a romantic date i'm going to take you to mcdonald's and then the cinema which is a fair you know probably cinema isn't actually that cheap these days but two for one etc no, probably good yeah. but you know just as an example as a cheaper thing mcdonald's and that you know they they can afford to do that for their other half Whereas the person that maybe, you know, if they earn significantly more, maybe like, right, I want to treat my other half to something. So we're going to a three-star Michelin restaurant and the opera, right? Generally would be more expensive. There's no way perhaps that the other person could afford it. They, they feel no pressure, even if that other, pers- that other person was the male. So that's my rule. It, that's a good rule. I like that. Have I convinced you just... to change your mind? Yes. Yes. So next time, next time your wife goes, right, we're doing this. I was like, okay, are you paying? <laughs> I'll just say, no. <laughs> I think you are, you muppet. <laughs> I think, say, okay. She, does, does your other half of the same, have the same uh, opinion as my mother, where she goes, what's mine is, is mine and what's yours is mine as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. And then we'll go to the cinema and then you'll see... Elon Musk standing in the queue in front ordering pick and mix and then they tell him how much it is and it even makes his eyes water. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Then you know you're in trouble. <laughs> Why don't we just go home? <laughs> just wait until this comes out on for free. DVD. On DVD. DVD. <laughs> streaming, <laughs> on streaming platform. <laughs> on VHS. <laughs> Get that out from Blockbusters in about three months. Oh man. God. I remember used to go into Blockbuster. Yeah, I love Blockbusters. Blockbuster, DVDs. 
VHS, video, uh, video, uh, cassette tapes, all of that. I don't remember anything before that. <laughs> I've heard of these things. What's what it called? I think you call them vinyls. <laughs> vinyls. Hey, don't, don't knock it. I, I, I made a comeback yeah, I big time. I, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. We, I've got, uh, um, got a, my manager's of the half. He has, um. Well, that's that's all I get is from one to one to one call. It'd be like I'm just getting the door. I'm sore. I'm sure he's he's ordered another vinyl. <laughs> yeah, I love vinyl. It's so it's the beauty of vinyl. My daughter's really into vinyl. Oh, okay. So she's it started off with CDs and then vinyl, mm. and she it's really sweet. It's amazing to see her. You know, like she'll be sitting cross-legged on her bed with the vinyl the album cover open okay you know, and all that the inserts and stuff out she's having a look at all the, the bits and pieces that come with the vinyl and just really immersing herself in that whole experience the which sh- is so different i assume she's got an mp3 <laughs> yeah yeah so. I don't even download it anymore i just go spotify well, play, yeah, exactly. done all right yeah um so yeah I, I i'm not a music connoisseur i am a I am a just give me the music that I want and and get it and get and get it done with it, um, but yeah, it, that's just just a different thing. It's not that I don't have an appreciation for it, but I'm a minimalist. So, somebody says to me like, so the big thing like sort of my age would be like, uh, so you've got like a lot of famous YouTubers and stuff to sort of do now. They collect Pokemon cards, things like that, when they've skyrocketed in value and things like that, and I'm just like. It's just clutter. I don't want it <laughs> in my house. I want, like... You say that. You say that, but you're going to have a whole collection of fragrances, I guarantee you, just like <laughs> next year. You're going you're gonna to have shelves, a whole wall. The fragrances. Full of fragrances. This one smells good on a summer yeah. day and a winter day and an evening <laughs> and a morning one and a... Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure my bank balance will feel that one as well. <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. It's going to. Brace yourself. I'm braced. I'm braced. Question three. Is Valentine's Day only about romantic love or is it a good occasion to celebrate friendship as well? Can I add in a third thing? Oh, yeah, go for it. It's in my notes. I would suggest it's not about romantic love and it's not even about friendship. It's just a commercial. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's just another commercial enterprise. It's a way of trying to generate retail, trying to generate more sales off the back of the the post-Christmas rush. It's the first thing after Christmas to just be like, quick money. Yeah. Oh, flipping heck. Okay. Uh, January. Well, no one's got any money anyway so let's just let that lie but what's the first thing we can do once we get a paycheck i know let <laughs> valentine's february yeah <laughs> full leroy jenkins jubbly <laughs> leroy jenkins that's what it is for, for for context of our listeners uh jerry saw the leroy jenkins meme for the first well the video the original video uh, for the first time today and he has what was your quote before we start your eyes have been opened yes uh, at the risk of sounding a bit biblical was it from the book of Matthew at first I was blind now I can see 
Yes. <clears throat> so Jerry is now aware of the Leroy Jenkins meme. So he's been laughing at it for... I'm quite... Actually, I was quite impressed. <clears throat> because you admitted in a call today, you went, I've laughed at it when you've said it, but I don't actually know what it means. And that takes... That's quite a brave thing to do. Like, most people would be like, social anxiety, I'm not going to do that. But you were like, I, don't, I want to know what this means now. And I was like, well, here you go then. <laughs> well, bear in mind, I've, I've been listening to you say it for the last six years. <laughs> so yeah. Suddenly just come out with it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That took some nuts. Yeah, yeah. Some massive cojones. <laughs> and I, I'd like to point out, I use it a lot. Because it is my... Uh, it's my polite ways of saying lick the stamp and send it so to speak <laughs> it's being sent so anyway, Valentine's Day. yeah what do you reckon because you put friendship and i'm i'm not so sure about that that uh, would right. be a bit orcs so i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest like with the questions that i that i put in i was like i just googled controversial valentine's day opinions and then just wrote something down that I formed into a slight question. And I agree with you. I've got written, this is my notes. This is my exact notes. It's just a bit of a dead holiday. It's just a bit dead. <laughs> and it's it, to me, it's got the same thing as New Year, right? With New yes. Year's resolution, with New Year's resolutions, yes. it's like, why wait until then? Why not just start it now? Like if you've got the if you have the idea in in August, don't be like, oh, I better wait for New Year. You got another five months. Maybe for like if I go, oh, I've got the idea on the twenty first of December. Maybe I will wait till after Christmas, right? But actually, you know, going to the gym. One of the best times to go to the gym is the twenty seventh of December. One of the best days to go to the gym. It's awesome every time. Twenty seventh of December, go to the gym. Fantastic. Anyway, I couldn't this year, last year because stupid. Anyway, um. So yeah, just so if you if you want to show affection to somebody, and it's like January, show affection to somebody. Don't don't wait till Valentine's Day. It couldn't agree more. And so it just it just it, yeah. But also, I think if you try to claim Valentine's Day on the on the flip side, if you tried to claim Valentine's Day for like specifically for friendships, it would be like celebrating Easter at Halloween. It just feels a bit <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Yeah, it does. That's so either right. so for for Valentine's, for my opinion on this is either do nothing, or you know celebrate Valentine's Day for what it is. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I literally have nothing to add to that. I <laughs> agree with every word you've said. It completely makes sense. Yeah, I like I like your comparison of it to to New Year's Eve. I think that's absolutely spot on. Yeah. Uh, it. it, it it's and and it's not even a good point in time if you know what i mean 14th of february you decided that it's random so random the only the only thing i know on the 14th of february is i know one person who has their birthday on the 14th of february oh i know one person as well yeah yeah so that's it that's it question four having a couple slong Having a couple song or making a mixtape. Apologies for that one. That wasn't quite come across. <laughs> That's how I wanted it. Words today. I, I just kind of had something like... Something like uh, schlong. Uh, yeah, exactly. That was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> that was a mm, Freudian slip there, people. Freudian, yeah. <laughs> um, 
the couple song is cheesy. Hmm. Mixtapes are pretty cool. I used to always do mixtapes. I loved doing mixtapes on the old TDK D90s. <laughs> no, you're showing your age, pull, Yeah, and then you'd have to pull like the little card bit out from the tape, and then you'd have to write minuscule writing what each song was. Yeah. And then put it back in. But then you'd also have to have a title on the side. So kind of on the spine of the box, mm. of the cassette tape. And mm. then you'd, you know, you'd write, I don't know, um, just mixtape most of the time. Yeah. But I loved doing that. I loved that. That was one of the ways I used to like expressing myself through to with friends and also with girlfriends i, I was gonna ask that was the question yeah. like it's yeah. not just a mixtape for other halves it was a mixtape for for mates for as friends well, definitely. Yeah. yeah 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 so to me it's a mixtape's a bit different i mean cr- i agree with the couple song uh, actually couple song is not cheesy the couple song is cringy it should actually be illegal you know we've talked a lot <laughs> in the podcast about things which need to fit into the illegal camp that's one of them. If I, if I got into power, I would, I'd outlaw that. If anyone ever mentioned anything about a couple song, I'd say, right, you're under arrest. Yeah. You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to remain silent and not play that damn song. You have the right to legal representation. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's awful. Yeah. A couple song, what's Do- that all about? Do you know what? This is where this my cynical and probably single mind comes into it. When I say single mind, I mean my, my me being single rather than my one mind. I trust <laughs> I only have one mind. Can you imagine more than one mind? That's scary. What a mind, anyway, as well. Um, because I, I I've done the mixtape thing, but if you make a couple song and then you break up, you can no longer listen. Uh, you, it's almost you can no longer listen to that song, and it just. And normally they're usually quite good songs. You're like, ah, oh, darn it. I don't like attributing feelings that could go wrong with other things. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's um, better to not. <laughs> yeah. Couple song. Yeah, and then every time you hear, oh, this reminds me of it. Forget it. Forget <laughs> yeah. it. You moved on. It was never your song anyway. Yeah. It's everybody's bloody song. They play on yeah. the radio. Yeah. You can get it on vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if quite often Deal if you actually it. read if you actually listen to lyrics of a lot of songs, you go, Oh, that's actually something very different <laughs> to what I expect. You know, and if you're gonna you know what Prodigy, Firestarter. <laughs> you know, what if you what if you both like barbecues? Why why couldn't that be <laughs> It's more, is that a song that you'd probably have on in the bedroom? I'm not sure that's got a very good beat to do anything to. Uh, <laughs> I'm already there. You really have, actually. <laughs> yeah, no. No. Let's get your vinyl out, Firestarter. Now we go to the bed. Sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop going below the gutter. <laughs> There's not much you can do to buy a starter. I'm a terrible person, I know. <laughs> Sorry. 
Question five. Romantic movies slash rom-coms. <laughs> I don't need to do that with that. I can, I, yeah, I can feel the bile. <laughs> Rising. And blood pressure as well. Because I mean, I think makes, we just... Rom-coms make me angry. I mean, romantic movies probably give me the same kind of idealistic kind of bile as from question one like it's normally too idealistic and really stupid like the the guy always gets the girl oh god real life people it doesn't happen it's such a load of old nonsense mm. yeah forget it i'd rather and just watch die hard <laughs> best christmas film we're not doing a christmas special <laughs> no you're right sorry why did i get christmassy on this podcast i just Honestly. <laughs> I did watch Die Hard every Christmas. I did as well. Loved it. Yeah. That was one of the best two hours I had while I was in bed. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I've, whenever, whenever um, Chloe's wanted to watch like a romantic comedy or something, I would say mm. probably about eight to nine times out of ten I've fallen asleep mm. in the cinema or on the couch. Oh, cinema, that's impressive. Think. Yeah, yeah. You, a, a lot of the films I had to take my daughter to go and see it. That that was brilliant. Great opportunity. Two hours of just catching up on sleep. <laughs> sleep. Loved it. I'm sure she really appreciates it. It's like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> She's to elbow me in the ribs and go, Dad, you're snoring. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to sleep, at least be silent. Yeah. But you start drifting into that deep level sleep and you don't realise you're doing it. That's when you get the elbow in the rib. And she, you know, with her little elbows as well, get right between the ribs. (laughs) Bloody hurt that was. (laughs) You get that kind of reaction. It's awful. Right, I mean, I I, I particularly hate romantic comedies more so than romantic meals. Romantic meals? Romantic films. I can't speak, which is not very good today, (laughs) which is not very good when I'm trying to do a podcast. I've already had the teenage voice crack as well today. What <laughs> What's going on? Um, no, I dislike the romantic comedies more because they always incorporate cringe comedy. Yeah, exactly. Always. And I can't stand cringe comedy. It's horrible. I can't either. I mean, I feel uncomfortable even just talking about it. I I literally have no opinion on romantic comedy because I I've got no time for romantic comedies. Yeah. I can't stand them. Yeah, yeah. I can I can feel I can feel I can all, like even just thinking about romantic comedies or comedies that use like uh, cringe comedy. I can already feel myself like feeling embarrassed for them. I just. Oh, it makes me so. Un- if we're talking about icks, that that's a that's an ick. Anything that makes yeah, me feel yeah. secondhand embarrassment, that is an ick. I that, agree, and that's why I don't like people that that shout at like service people or waiters and things like that. Be- or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there a gender neutral term for waiters? Don't know. Um, I don't think there is. Servers. That's probably it. Um, yeah, but th- th- I feel the secondhand embar- embarrassment for the server being shouted at, and I'm like, just stop. I- I'll tell you a funny story. When when Chloe and I first started dating, mm-hmm. 
we used to go to the cinema a lot. We've always liked films, but right in the very early days, and she cottoned onto this quite quickly, but before she really knew me that well, I, I would say to her, come on, let's go to the cinema. There's a really good film. Mm. And I'm just going to use some random example here, but it'd be like, you know, um, uh, you know, let's go and see Die Hard. Mm. What's Die Hard? Oh, it's about this, this never-ending love. <laughs> that this, this guy has with this girl just, oh, and it just never dies. You know, but eventually, you know, he's got to make the ultimate sacrifice with this girl. Oh, okay, that sounds interesting. Yeah, it's quite intriguing. <laughs> and then you go there. It's like, ah, Nakatomi Plaza. Um, I didn't know Chloe back then, by the way. But but I'm just using like a random examples. So yeah. I would do things like that. I would. You know, it's, it's like, oh, we're going to go see John Wick. John Wick? Yeah, <laughs> it's about this guy, you know, and his wife gets him this puppy. And, you know, they're deeply in love. And, you know, and they just have a bit of a, you know, things just get a bit rocky. And, you know, it's quite sad, but it's romantic at the same time. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm up for that. <laughs> What is this? He's killed like 50 people and we're only 10 minutes in. I've just had an epiphany. <laughs> Have you? Die Hard, he doesn't get the girl at the end, does he? Technically. He does. Does he? Yeah, he does, does his wife get yeah, back with him? Yeah, she does. She gives him a big cuddle. Yeah, but does, do they get back together or does she still go with her new... No, no, no. She, she, she goes, oh, look at you, you crazy kid. And grabs yeah. his cheek. Yeah. Uh, what was number two? What's the end of the, number two? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I like the way I'm just making stuff up. Yeah. But no, they do get together. Do they? Oh, I thought, yeah, I they thought, do. I thought it was maybe a bit more. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to be fair, there's loads of unrealistic things in Die Hard, Die Hard, to be fair. But I like it because it's just an escapism. Welcome to the party, pal. That's it. Best <laughs> line ever. Love that line. <laughs> You know, even something like, you know, what, what are we going to, what, what's this predator? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it sounds, it sounds creepy, <laughs> but it's just about this, this guy who's, he's just hungry. He's hungry with love. <laughs> love what's for your going face. On in the jungle? <laughs> I've still not seen Predator. I need to see it. So, I'm sorry? I've not seen Predator. I beg your yet. pardon? <laughs> I've not seen you Predator. You haven't seen Predator, no. Tom. Listen, I'm hanging up. We're, We're ending this podcast, podcast early, folks. Right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm really sorry. We're going to have to end this here. Time is now seven minutes to 11. Dom, yeah. you, you've got a film to watch. Like now. Seriously, I cannot believe you haven't seen Predator. Can I, see, uh, can I actually get it easily? Predator. The film oh, series. It's just... It's One a horror film, best. though. I don't like horror films. What? It's not horror at all. No, 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 no. I don't know who's classifying it as a horror. 1987 been... science fiction action horror film. Yeah, it's not horror. Forget the horror bit. It's science fiction. It's superb. 107 minutes, which means 20 to 1 in the corner. Yeah. Uh, what's it right, on? good night, oh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, we'll let Dom go and watch Predator. Um, catch you next I'm month sure. what's it on what's it on what's it on oh I don't know there's a 2018 version apparently no forget that no you want to watch the original 1987 that's older than me 34 years that is
Question six. This could be a short one, I think. Having slash being a secret admirer. I think you've already told us your story about being a secret admirer. Wow. It was a complete beep disaster. Yeah. That was. Yeah, complete. Yeah, that sounds like a terrible idea. No, it and was not, a not shocker. <laughs> it was a shock it was to you when you realised that she wasn't going to talk to you again. Yeah, and looking back on it now, it's not a shock at all. <laughs> no, you go. I'm Jerry, just shocked you... at my myself. Jerry, you idiot! Such a numpty. <laughs> I mean, the other thing for me, I mean, because the thing that I always, okay, how 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 much do I? Mm. I can probably tell this story. So, I'm really bad at, at like. To prove how bad I am at like subtle hints as well. So when it's like a secret admirer and I'm trying to do like to prove how bad I am at subtle hints, um one of one of my exes, I didn't realise that she liked me until she pinned me against a tree and made out with me. That was the first time I realised I went, Oh, maybe she likes me here. Right? Genuinely I had not a scooby doo. Like uh. nothing like there was no there was not even a little bit connection like it wasn't until then i was like oh oh is this where this is going okay i i'm i'm confused now and even even for like a you know 10 15 minutes afterwards i was like i don't know what that was about sort of thing you know it's it, you know. <laughs> what, what were you thinking did she did she trip and no I it, it, like, i'll be honest i'll be honest there's like subtle hints there's obvious hints there's telling a person and then there was this like this is, <laughs> this is the other end of the scale and i it's just me being an idiot sort of thing but like secret admirers subtle hints anything like that is just asking for trouble and like lack of communication and non-trusting things and it's just terrible we should just not do it ever i agree I've also come across situations where I've had women behave really quite oddly towards me when you think, okay, that was a bit uncalled for or what was that comment about or what are you playing at? And then I found out subsequently after, I don't know, it's like six months later, I'd, I'd have somebody say, oh, you know, they really liked you. And you'd be thinking... Well, if they really liked me, why were they so nasty towards me? Or yeah, you know, put me down? Or you know, you just think that's the wrong type weird. of banter. Yeah, it's the wrong. T yeah, exactly, the wrong type of banter is always goes a bit too far, or you know, not particularly nice. Or mm. it's just weird. You think, okay, so it's almost like a secret admiration, but but almost doing the opposite to try and cover up the fact that that they liked me. You think, what's the point of that? Yeah. What's wrong with them? Yeah, that's just yeah. weird. You know, I, I made that, I said that story and, you know, with the with the obviousness of it, but actually what that meant is there was no, like that actually ended up being quite a good relationship until, well, even even when it ended to a certain extent, it, it ended for a, a, a different reason, you know, a reason that was beyond our control and, and you know, um, and things like that. So you know, but at the time it was it was brilliant because it was there was no there was no flim flam like you know my favourite word there, like I haven't got time for flim flam Jerry I've got no time for flim flam all listeners like don't give me flim flam there wasn't it was like oh that's quite obvious I know where this is going and then it was just open and honest communication which for like what was I seventeen eighteen year old that was quite good 
Um, and you know, sub, I've probably I've probably missed a couple of probable like probable relationships because they just used either subtle hints or that kind of cringe banter. I think I like to call it. Cringe okay. is going to be a use that's here, and I was just like, and you know, and I'm just complete. I'm, I'm completely oblivious to it. You know, the, an example being, um, I, I, we had an acquaintance, and she she put out um, that she was getting married. They decided to get married, and it was in this was in like January, and they're going to go. It's in April, and I was thinking, oh, that's lovely. They're getting married, and. Uh, Laura, who's been on the podcast, and a few of my other friends, Samwise, I think as well, um, a few of my other friends, they all went, oh, she's pregnant. And I was like, well, how did you figure that out? How did, like, where, where did you get one plus one equals six? I don't know, it doesn't make sense. Like, I was just going, <laughs> oh, they've decided to get married. It's in April. That's lovely, right? One plus one equals two. They were like, decided to get married in, uh, in January, uh, decided to get married, it's in April, she's pregnant. Uh, the maths didn't work yeah, out. In those, ti- in those time scales, yeah. But uh, d- 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 that doesn't, yeah. to me, that doesn't work, right? Which is why all this subtle hints and secret admirers, I think, is ridiculous, because I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, let's throw a cat amongst the pigeons. The other one is, and I've had this on numerous occasions, and it is the most annoying thing. You get on really well with somebody and think, oh, my God, I think they actually like me. I really like them. And they say, well, I only like you as a friend. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with that in the sense of as long as they tell me. From the start? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, and by the way, when I relay my experiences, I'm talking experiences from like when I was in my teens mm-hmm. and early twenties. Oh yeah, when so, I was in in my teens and yeah, uh, you know, I, all, I had the same kind of opinions. I thought about yeah. the, oh, friend zone's a bit of a shit place to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Back then, you kind of go, well, things are a bit more binary then, aren't they? It's like, I don't know. It's also difficult. I don't know how to put this but I didn't I wasn't out looking for friends that happened to be female although I did have female friends and I've still got mm. you know so friends when I was at school who you know they're absolute dear friends of mine I, I love them dearly mm. even to this day and and we we talk and and you know I've, I've got such fond memories of all the laughs and things that we had but yeah there was many a situation where you know you'd you'd be thinking oh oh I can I'm feeling something here. This is good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then you sort of pluck up the courage to say, "Oh, fancy going for a drink?" And say, "What? No, no, mm. no. No, I don't yeah. like you like that." And you think, but you've been flirting with me the whole time. I'm sorry, yeah. but you know th- this from the person that picks up zero signals. Mm. I was getting those signals coming through really loud and clear. Now you're saying, "So are you just actually messing with my head?" Yeah, and I, I think I've been stung and burnt with that a few times, and that's probably why I'm one of these people that's like, like it needs to be really obvious. And even when it is really obvious, like after I was pushed up against the tree and made out with, it's like, is this still? Am I still sure this is the right thing? Is this actually a thing? Does she actually like me? There's still that question, <laughs> and it wasn't until you had the conversation. It's like, yes. And was that not obvious enough? And I was like, 
I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm a bloke. I'm like, well, my sex doesn't matter, but I, I'm me. I, I don't, you know, that's not the way that my brain works because I've been stung too many times in the other direction. Fair enough. What type of tree was it? Do you know? Was it that wasn't really the important factor. Point, <laughs> Jerry. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Chestnut, oak. No, it was it's smaller than that. It was smaller than that. It was a smaller tree than it. Actually, what I do remember, it was quite Weeping annoying willow. because because I'm six foot three and the branches were probably about six foot two high. So all I remember is the first thing that did is I clonked my blade on a branch. Um, all, all like I, I know some of the people that are going to be listening to this are going to be like, "Is that really happened?" It's like, "Yes, it did. Yes, it did." And I'm sure I'm going to get interrogated by. It's going to be a couple of times I'm going to get completely abused by my friends after this podcast. You're in a world of hurt after this podcast. <laughs> I'm very glad me. I didn't say the uh, the other bit on the X stuff. Expose myself. My mum is going to go scatty. Question seven: Getting engaged slash married on Valentine's Day. Please. Got three hundred and sixty-four other days of the year. <laughs> yeah. What? what did, what's that Is, all about? Did you like question for you? Did you get engaged around anything special? No. So it wasn't a birthday. It wasn't Christmas, and it wasn't New Year. No. Completely separate thing. Yeah. So I think we got shared the same in opinion. May. In May. What happens in May? Nothing happens in May. It's a May bank holiday. There is a May bank holiday. <laughs> and there's International Star Wars Day. Oh, that would be it. <laughs> no, it's not related to that at all. Yeah, no, it's no, no special day. Just got engaged. It's the right thing to do. You had a special, maybe you had a special occasion like booked, but like I... Yeah, we booked a trip to Paris and, and I proposed on the way to Paris. On the way, but that was in May. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I, bearing in mind, I'm probably never going to do it. Um, I would, you'd want, I'd, I'd always have this firm belief that it should be away from everything. Like it shouldn't be related to Christmas. Yes. It shouldn't be related to New Year. It shouldn't be related to yeah. a birthday or your birthday, Easter. Yeah, yeah. Valentine's Day. Halloween, Halloween would be a weird one as well. <laughs> that would be a bit odd. I know a few people that probably would do it f- deliberately just to be that, that person. If if you're both goths, mm. that well, that would work. I know a few people that would do it just deliberately for the irony. <laughs> yeah, I, they would. They would definitely. It would be pretty cool. I just don't think. I just think it's weird. Attaching it to a, to do something like that, but to have it linked with, um, a celebration, a festival. What do you call it? Um, uh, a celebration, a date, a, a celebration date. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And because it also goes back to my other like cynical mind, like should you get, I don't know, divorced or or the engagement doesn't go through, you're gonna ruin that holiday as well. <laughs> Yeah, Just exactly. Songs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, d- I don't see the point. Yeah. 
Uh, question eight. What is your ideal wedding day slash cost? I deliberately put the cost question in there. Well, ideal cost would be, I'd say, anywhere between 10 and 15 pounds. <laughs> Please Ideally. don't you spent more than that on when, on your actual wedding day. Oh, all right. I spent or 20. did you elope? <laughs> yeah, we eloped. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you have no, we... So ideal wedding. Did you do anything fancy I, for your wedding, or was it quite traditionalist? Or, or? I was. It's very traditional, and um, I I invited all my family. And there were lots of members of my family and lots of friends, and so we just had a very traditional kind of thing. Mm. In hindsight, and if it was left purely up to me. I would have said, you know what? I would have loved to have got married abroad. You know, just the two of us mm. got married abroad, somewhere. Um, Hawaii. And yeah, Hawaii would be fantastic. You know, and it would be just us two, um, and it would be a much more private and personal thing. But we did it more as a traditional sort of public display of, look, we're getting married and. And it was lovely. It was it, it was really nice. Uh, mm. I I don't fault anything about the day. It was lovely, um, and the weather was incredible. We were very lucky with the weather. Um, <laughs> yeah, because we did it in December and it was thirty five degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we were in the southern hemisphere. Um, okay. No, it 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 was uh, yeah, it was it, it was really nice. But it was very traditional, um, and it cost a bloody fortune. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, so it's it's kind of like for for around my age obviously it's it's wedding season i've got four this year well i've got three and a half what half yeah so how does the half work because one of my friends is is there's i think i think this is correct but there's you have two ceremonies if you're getting married in germany so oh. we've got okay. so I'm, I'm going to both and they're doing one ceremony in Germany and one ceremony in, in the UK all right so okay. yeah. yeah 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 so three and a half so I've got there's three weddings but I'm going to four things <laughs> okay yeah that is three and a half yeah fair enough but but and but you know and the interesting thing about like cost is uh so one of my friends she got married last year um and she told me how much it was, and I was like, "That's the amount that I'm. That's nearly the amount that I have at the moment for my deposit for my house." Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it was crazy. Fifteen grand. And I was like, yeah, it's crazy. What? What? Yeah. But I have heard of the perfect wedding, and I think you'd appreciate this. Okay. So, um, I know that they used to work for. For our, I nearly said, I nearly said the company. <laughs> the co- Ooh, I nearly said can it. You feel the tension in the yeah, air I can right feel now? the tension. You cut it with a cricket stump. <laughs> <laughs> but so they set themselves a budget of five grand, Pounds. which is which is still a you know it's a, it's not a small amount. Um, and basically they they did the ceremony. Uh, they just like they literally just walked up to a, a to an office and got married. You know, did the legal bit that they needed with the people with the witnesses and and all of the formal paperwork. It was just literally them two. 
so you know and that that's quite expensive which i'm sure you probably are aware of and then what they did is they just they hired um they did it in the summer and they just hired like a an out like a, a caterer to come and do like an outdoor like cider bar or and loads of other things so they're in this field they got all got dressed up and they just told everyone to come down in like you know a little bit more fancier than you know they told it was like a sort of a fancy thing so it was like uh casual shirt and tie so it's not like white shirt you know you might wear a check not a check shirt but you know blue kind of checked shirt and maybe a waistcoat um and didn't tell it was a wedding so they still had like photographers and stuff like that but because they didn't say it was a wedding you didn't get the 40 percent wedding tax that photographers and and caterers put on so they just you know they got a cake they didn't tell it was a wedding cake they just said we want a white cake or i don't know you know the, and a white layered cake so and they were like it's fairly similar to a wedding cake but it's not that and then they just bought like you know a 10 pound <laughs> kind of couple with their arms linked and stuck it on the top you know uh sort of thing calling the caterpillar yeah yeah calling yeah. <laughs> yeah, the calling the caterpillar and then the and i think the total they said was like just just over the one grand so the four the other let's say four they just went they just put that behind the bar and went, right, everybody, bar's free. And that's how they celebrated like their it. wedding. I love it. And I was like... That's a really good idea. That's that's so good because it's just, there's no flim flam. You get to celebrate with a bunch of people and they're more likely to celebrate because you've just said, there's a free bar. Yeah. we Hey, everybody, we just got married. What? Yeah. Yeah. And help yourself. Mm. Drinks, cake. The milky bars are on me. Yeah, yeah, and and, and they still had. They did. The, they did do the first dance because after they told everyone, yeah, we got married. Ta-da! Here's the party. You're all invited. Um, they they went right. We are going to do the first dance, but you know they. I think that I forget what the song he used, but it wasn't like a a nice romantic one. It was, you know, it Fire was starter. Yes, yeah, so, <laughs> something more along those lines. That. <laughs> So yeah, and, and that's uh, and that's that's a uh, that to me sounds more like uh, my kind of wedding, so to speak. Not this, not I'm the flim flam. Have to go, I think I'm gonna have to go Owen Wilson on that. <laughs> Just wow, yeah. that's pretty cool. I like it. I think yeah, no, I, 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 that to me sounds a bit more. But I suppose it's I relaxed. Mean, it's more relaxed, yes. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I, I don't know, and I don't know if you... I mean, because it was 20 years ago. Um, do you just remember coming and being like, oh my God, I've barely spoken to my now wife because I'm just speaking to loads of people? Yeah, we've we kind of gone full circle. I barely spoke to her that day. Now we've been married for 20 years and I barely speak to her. <laughs> like on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> no, on a serious note. Um, yeah, I, I hardly got to speak to her. I... And there were so many people at the wedding, I didn't get to speak to anybody for longer than about a minute. Mm. And it's really tiring. And mm. you're kind of just going from person to person, table to table. Hi, how's it going? Are you okay? Yeah. You're having fun? Yeah, you're having a good yeah. time? Yeah, you know where the bar is. Help yourself. Yeah, that, brilliant. And then yeah. go on to the next person. Hey, haven't seen you for yeah. so long. How yeah. are you? You good? Yeah. Enjoying the, the ceremony? Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. It's, oh, thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, I really appreciate that. Move on to the next person. You get to the end of the evening, you think, I actually haven't had a conversation with anybody. 
Yeah. And, and like you said, not even my wife. So it's just, it, and you're knackered at the end of it as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 It's funny. So um, one of the weddings I went to last year, my um, I was his. I don't know whether I was his official best. Uh, that's complicated because he said that his brother was his fish, official best man, oh, okay. but he wanted me yeah. there. But then yeah. when I arrived, he was introducing us two as my brother and my best man, and I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe I've." Uh, anyway, I, I love him to pieces. Anyway, but he's um he's autistic, um, right? Not that I knew for the first like year. Like he was, he just was quieter, and I just thought, oh, he's just quieter than I am. But actually, he's really had to work on like his social interaction. Um, he does a fantastic job, and he's a lovely, lovely person. But I, I had to kind of, I think, save him halfway through because, I mean, his his now wife, she was brilliant. She does most of the social leading. Um, so you know, she basically kind of you know had him had him tucked under a, under uh, under her arm and was leading him to each of the tables, and she was doing what you were suggested. And he got sort of three quarters way through the night, and they they'd done the first dance with her in the traditional kind of wedding dress. And then she did this genius thing where she got out of her wedding dress and she put on. Oh God, I'm going to get this wrong on every single person that wears this, female or male. But it's like a the only way I can describe it is a fancy onesie, but it's not. It's like a made of like it's made of like dress I was material. Say onesie. All it's, right. It's I mean like dress material. It's probably got another name to it, and you know, it's like it's like wearing like long trousers and a shirt that'd be the same color that connect, but are connected, um, and it it'd be like a silky dress type thing um, that most that you know females wear. But she changed into a white one of those, so she still was in white, but she could then dance. Okay, I'm going to be googling that later. <laughs> Just go and ask. I'm intrigued. Ask, ask your daughter or your wife. I'm sure they'll know. <laughs> yeah. So leave that. Leave that with me. <laughs> we'll we'll update in the next podcast. Yeah. Um, and so yeah so she, while she got changed i kind of was like do you need you need five minutes he's like yeah and we just went back to my room in the end um because he slept uh, i'll explain that story in a minute oh god that's hilarious um it got and it's got to go in the podcast um so he we just kept we just went back to my room and actually i uh it was a good you know good opportunity just to kind of you know mop your brows retidy up your things um and he was actually because he's in the army he swapped from his army ones into a casual suit and then after we finished we did he did just sit down and just not do anything for 10 minutes like literally it was like watching paint dry because he just needed like 10 minutes to decompress decompress yeah i i, I uh, completely get that um story of why he was in my room so um as i've just mentioned he's in the army anyway we arrived i arrived at the hotel um and his uh his um he, he, everyone was kind of a little bit fretting so obviously it's the night before the wedding um and his wife's in is is staying in the room that they'll be staying in for the for the night after the wedding but he obviously can't be in there um so he'd been telling one it's fine okay. we can stay i can stay in dom's bathtub and <laughs> and everyone's like is he going to be okay that so i arrive a little bit later and they go oh are you aware that aaron's staying in the bathtub and i'm like it wouldn't be the first time <laughs> <laughs> Which it wouldn't be. I don't think it would even be the second time. It would have been the third time. I think he'd actually That's done that. It's not comfortable. Well, I mean, it gets even worse than that. So, 
now his um his now mother-in-law was fretting a little bit oh we'll book you another room it's fine and he's like his mother was like he's in the army he's a the biggest like bloke that he can do if need be he'll sleep in a tent outside he's done worse he's been through army training etc all 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 of that anyway so we then i arrive and anyway we go up to my room and i'm like are you do you genuinely need to stay in my bathtub and he's like actually if that's okay because i genuinely don't have anything that's fine so he drags all this stuff into the he drags all the stuff into the room and we go right well we might as well get up at six o'clock tomorrow and go for a run go into the bathroom and we um put out uh like we get the um we look in the cupboard and there's a there's two spare king-size duvets so we'd put one of the king-size duvets in the bottom of the thing and we put another one on top and then always on hotel beds where it's got a double bed there's always like 27 two men, 27 2000 yeah. pillows that you just think I don't need that many cuz you have to sleep like this <laughs> so i gave him a couple of the pillows and he he went to sleep what's really annoying is he got better sleep than me cuz the curtains had a gap so at like 5 o'clock in the morning the sunlight was in my face waking me oh, no. up and then at 6 o'clock when his alarm, well, when both of our alarms went off, and I went, "How did you sleep?" And absolutely perfect. It's like being wrapped in, like you know, I'm wrapped in two king size duvets. You think, "Oh, you bugger!" Oh my god, what are the chances of that? Yeah, I've never heard of anybody sleeping in a bathtub. <laughs> That's the first. Yeah, yeah. And getting a decent night's kip in a bathtub as well. Yeah. Okay. Fair play to him. I mean, he's he's an army. He's the type of person who goes. That concrete's softer than that, than the other bit. I'll sleep there. That'd be fine. Yeah, that frozen swimming pool is uh, <laughs> melts halfway through. Quite soft. <laughs> I mean, so that's how wedding days have gone. <laughs> it's been an education dump. <laughs> Question nine: Online dating. Now you wouldn't have had to suffer. I have got no comment on this. Never done it. Don't actually keep, understand how it works. I'm going to keep it very short and sweet. Online dating was the biggest detriment to my mental health ever known to man in existence, and it should just be killed with fire. Because the it only goes way into room 101. Yeah. Yes. Yes. If there's a room, like if I was going to put something first into room 101, it'd be online dating. That would be it. Okay. There is. Because there is no other way on online dating than to judge someone by their looks. Which means that when I'm judging someone, I feel like the world's worst human being. And then, after you've judged these people and that you only get matches, to then not have a match for two months, you just think, what does that do to your self-esteem? And I'm just going to leave that there, because it's just online dating. It's just awful. Yeah, I think we should banish that to room 101 and move swiftly on. Move swiftly on. Question 10. How should a single person spend Valentine's Day? Watching John Wick. You need to do the opposite. <laughs> need to do so the opposite? For, yeah, so for somebody that's single, it's got to be like opposite day. So, And what's the least Valentine-y thing that you can do? Mm. So... Um, Clay, go clay pigeon shooting. Clay pigeon shooting. <laughs> Watch John Wick. Eat a greasy burger. 
or drink loads of beer. Do you know what the trash, best thing? Trash your house. <laughs> trash beans. I like my house tidy. Do you know what the best thing that I do on Valentine's Day? What's that? Go to the gym because it's empty because all yeah, of the all of the boyfriends go are to out. The gym. It's amazing. Perfect. Go for a drive. Go for a drive. Cool. I haven't done that in years. I've just gone for exactly. a drive. Let's go for a drive. Not well. I say years. Not so the, since the beginning of this damn pandemic. Yeah. It was, that was the only way I got out of the house was either by walking or going for a drive. And I only did that because I, I realised after four weeks the car hadn't been started. I was like, it's going to go flat. I need to turn that on. <laughs> yeah, just what's the least, think of, what? what's the least romantic and least valentine thing that you can do? I did do like that. your first suggestion, watch John Wick. Yeah, watch John Wick. It's got to, yeah, just get some beers, get a pizza, watch John Wick. Don't worry about keeping it flat tidy for that one night. You just, yeah. you know, just have a blast. Just treat it like any other be day. Be really selfish. <laughs> you want to be completely selfish. That's the key. Yeah. You want to do what you think. You got to think to yourself: What's the most selfish, self-indulgent thing that I can do <laughs> throughout the entire day? And you just do that. I'm going to eat that rule pizza and drink cider. Yeah. Exactly. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just another day. I'm not going to lie. It's just another day for me. It's just <laughs> another day it. for me. Honestly, <laughs> Dom, it's just another day. It's just a joke. Do you get anything? Even a card? No. <laughs> no, I haven't done it for years. It's embarrassing. <laughs> honestly, what do you do? So, here you go, wife of almost 20 years. Um, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah okay thanks for that where do you go from there I don't know it's like you're supposed to love me every day I do so what's Valentine's Day got to do with anything well it hasn't I don't know why I've done this I've just got to spend £14 on a bit of card yeah which which and we're both I know we're both passionate about it's another thing that goes in the landfill yeah it's Another pointless. thing that goes into the thing. So, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this on its head now. Ooh. I would say, yeah, I would say, doing nothing for Valentine's Day. But let's say at some point in March, I suddenly just get some flowers and a card mm. for Chloe, and with some really nice words in the cards, and she'll say, "What have you done wrong?" <laughs> and I'll say, "I haven't." I'm just trying to be romantic. And then she'll say, oh, that's really sweet. Or I'll get her a bottle of something and a card and some flowers. Yeah. That, I would say, is romantic. That's yeah. a romantic gesture because it's got not, you're not tagging it to Valentine's Day. It's got nothing to do with Valentine's Day. So It's not forced. It's not forced. You don't give a damn about the pressure of all of that. So to, to, do, a, to do something Valentine's-y but not on Valentine's, that's romantic, I think. I mean, so I've done this with friends before. Um, and so it's, I call it like random acts of kindness. That's the one. Just, and it, it doesn't matter where it is. So, you know, uh, traditionally, the, the only times that I really get friends gifts is obviously birthday or Christmas. Um, 
and I tend to limit at Christmas because otherwise you can start spending into like the hundreds and, get and it, just, you know, it gets a bit silly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, randomly, I've done it before where I've just been like, I feel like this person needs to pick me up or I'm just going to send this person and it's just like a box of, I don't know, normally it's you know, sweets or something like that. Um, just And then, you know, just like a, almost like a, I, almost, I call them care packages. You know, kind of those things. Yeah, I like that. Out the thing, <laughs> parachute down. But yeah, I like I like to do that. Just like a random care package to somebody, especially if I know their address, because I can just send it and, you know, I, I'd always put it from me, but just send them and say, like, there you go. No, no, no card. It just says from Dom. Done. That's it. That's it. No, nothing special. I, I've um, just got visions of you on the back of a C-170. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have one of them in the back. Pushing garden, a big Jerry. crate out the... And then shouting... Watch out! <laughs> Move the care package. Look up. <laughs> oh no! I'm not sure I could do that over Germany. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good idea. That wouldn't <laughs> be a good move. My I wouldn't shouting. do it anywhere. To be fair, no. By the time I take the C130 off, I think I'd already be over <laughs> Southampton in some cases, wouldn't I? Did I say C170? Without the risk of getting technical. I don't and know. You which just one said C130, and I think you're right with a C130. I'm, I'm going to get geeky now. Well, a C130 is a Hercules. Yeah, that's the one. That's what I was thinking of. What's the C170? What's the C170 then? I'm just making That's a Cessna. It's <laughs> a tiny little plane. <laughs> Probably more realistic. I mean, but yeah. it'll be a much smaller package. <laughs> it'll be a tiny care package that you just drop out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Yeet. Full salt bay it. <laughs> salt bay <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. It is. It's a flipping Cessna. Cessna. I've been playing. Just listeners, I've been playing too much Microsoft Flight Sim. That's, that's my mistake. Wow, they're cheap. Uh, Cessna 170 is uh, $30,000. What? Yeah, what? apparently. Which means it's probably, even though, the, even, even though the... Uh, <laughs> I've just seen how much the Hercules is. Um, <laughs> even though, uh, like, you know, it's kind of like... Is it, what is it? Like, uh, pounds are normally like... Uh, half the amount of dollars, so thirty thousand dollars is about fifty thousand pounds. It's probably. I always find that obviously within with American anti-inflation, it'll be equal, so it'll be thirty thousand pounds, which is yeah. But that's not an insubstantial amount of money, so to speak. Um, yeah, but for a plane, that's that's pretty good going. So thirty thousand dollars for that. How much do you reckon the C one thirty is? I don't know why we're talking about the C- this planes, but we've, we're on it now, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, I reckon that's got to be at least five million way off what too high too low <sighs> whoa uh whoa okay uh 20 million that that's probably about right it says between 11 and 30 11 and 30 million Ouch. dollars Okay. 
yeah. So I won't be buying a C130 to do my um my. Well, I won't uh, be getting model. C170 either. Instead, I'll just be uh, relying on our good old Royal Mail post postal service, as long as they don't stick stamps all over my postcards. I'm sure it's deliberate. I think it's deliberate to just wind me up. Yeah. 99% convinced that the Royal Mail go, eh, it's Dom, let's get him. How can we get him this time? Like, just not delivering my parcel. That was the last thing that they did. <laughs> I like, don't did, know why I'm laughing. Did, did this ever turn up? That's... No, that's never turned up. Where the... It's a scene from... It's a, I, can't remember what the, I can't remember what the programme it is. Oh, no, it's... um. Uh, Brooklyn 99 where um, he goes in and he goes and he's like it's not the the the, the, the mail services uh, uh, problem uh, because we've, we we don't lose things what do you mean what did you do with those like thousands of lost letters a year and he goes I've never seen one of these lost letters but then they wouldn't be lost <laughs> you need a tracking device yeah, well, so, so that's how the Royal Mail. That's how the Royal Mail make their money, because if you if you send a parcel, this is turning into a rant with the Royal Mail with, about the Royal Mail. <laughs> Based upon the outtake from the earlier before we started this podcast, maybe I will cause problems for that person. Um, the, that's how they. This is how they get you, because if you want to send a package like I don't know, let's say second class, right? A if it doesn't fit into their slot. They charge you like 40 quid just because they can, right? It's completely made up, like, in the way that they post things because it should really be done on weight, but never mind. They weigh the parcel as well, but it has absolutely no bearing because if it's certain shape and size, you're stuffed, right? So if you just, if you happen to get it through one of the slots, it might be like four quid to send it second class. If you go, oh, yeah, but can I have that tracked, please? Bearing in mind that every letter is, is tracked in the Royal Mail anyway, because you why wouldn't you? Because you need to know where things are going for, like, legality reasons. So it's not even an extra admin cost. But for the privilege, instead of four quid, they're going to charge you 16 quid. Because reasons. Hmm? And it's just like, well... I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So the parcel yeah. I was going to send to you, it was like, which, which, which so they fobbed me off, by the way, the parcel that I, I, I sent to you because it didn't fit through that, like the, one of the slots. So they charged me like nine quid to send it. And like, <laughs> if I wanted it tracked, it would have cost me something ridiculous, like 21 quid. Right, Ouch, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I mean, it's not, it's not going abroad, so I won't track this one. I'm sure it'll be fine, right? But I had proof of po- proof of post- postage, which is an extra like thirty p or something ridiculous like that, right? But then they fobbed me off because they still managed to get it through your letterbox anyway. Oh yeah, easy. <laughs> I was like, what did I have to pay? I just, yeah, I just said the dump as it as it fell onto the mat and thought, oh, okay, yeah, they they got it through easily. They didn't even struggle. <laughs> it, it it went through no problem. So, this is Dom's war against Royal Mail <laughs> at the moment. We've all got to have our battles. Mine's I am going McDonald's. to rage a war against Royal Mail. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Drives me insane. Drives me insane. 
Stick and stick. I can't. I still can't get over them sticking stickers over that damn postcard. <laughs> I'm just, just. It was like, did you even use a single brain cell? You went, hmm. There's a postcard that's got writing and a lovely wedding photo on it from somebody, <laughs> but it's got no postage. So I could attach like you know the sticker on the end, so it would be nice and easy to pay off. No, I'm just gonna put it slap bang in the middle. That that is deliberate. Just it, deliberately. Deliberate. They've gone. It's for Dom. Get him. Bastards. Right. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. And you've mentioned it already, and I'm just, I am curious. So, um, is Valentine's Day made up for marketing? Yes. 100%. That's not even up for debate. (laughs) Because you have to follow, there was a very, I can't remember where I got it from, but I definitely got it from somewhere. And they said, if you want to follow the logic of anything in this world, you need to follow the money. Mm. Oh, wow, that's good. That's deep. Yeah. I like that. That's deep. And you apply that rule of thumb to anything, and it explains everything. Everything that you think of, you think, this doesn't make sense. Why do we do this? Why has that happened? Why why is the government doing this? Why have... Why is that person just that? Follow the money. If you follow mm. the money, you get to the core. And so, so Valentine's Day is just about money. Who benefits from it? Yeah. It's You're just another day. Not wrong. Right? You're not wrong. Right? Not wrong at all. You, you, to your point, which is absolutely spot on, why do you have to wait until that day to declare your love for somebody or mm. you know what's ridiculous mm. it's follow the money it's retail outlets i'm not begrudging them by the way but it's oh yeah you make it you know we, we you have know. to you have to it's it's i i liken capitalism to game of thrones bear with me here because in game of thrones they say you're either you're either you either play the game or you die and in some crude sense you either play the game or you die because you don't have any money and therefore you don't get any food so you die you you we have to we we both have um corporate jobs and it's it's why okay i don't I, I, it's why i switched from what I used to do from being like from I can say what I do as a job from being a pure developer to being a people manager now everyone's gonna go oh people manager you're a terrible person I'm I I, I, I get why you people have those like stereotypical cynicalism because there are people that are bosses that are terrible but actually the reason why I became a people manager is because I care about people more than I care about the company and for me doing development I was I was only making a profit for a company whereas as a people manager i can see that there's benefit to um actually supporting people um yeah did i did i make sense i get it 100 made sense and i completely get that and i really like that it's really noble yeah because we're all on the same like game or wheel or whatever you want to call yeah. it from game of thrones the, the wheel and yeah. i don't want anyone to die or prefer yeah. not people to die, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So you know we've got to play that, and I, and it's interesting because I I did a little bit of research about like what is the origins of Valentine's Day, 
Um, and I'm sure you could probably do the same for Christmas Day. There's like three possible origins for this crap. I saw, yeah, I looked it up. There are three. Well, so with Christmas Day, at least with Christmas Day, there's a straightforward line mm. of sight from what you do to the story in the Bible. It's clear. There aren't multiple versions of that. No, it's no, a Christian that's very true. thing, which mm. everyone's kind of, you know, seems to be lost on people now, but <laughs> it is actually a Christian thing. And it celebrates, it's about celebrating the birth of Christ. And there's a, there's a solid story behind that in terms, and I say solid story as in, as in there aren't different there's versions a story. of the story. There is a story, it's a consistent story of the yeah. three kings. That Whether you believe it or not, Whether it doesn't you believe matter. It or it's, it's another it's, matter, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, all of these holidays are made up, even if they're yeah. based on real events. But yeah, yeah. you know, but, whether but you exactly believe the that. story or not, yeah. it's a story. Whereas this, I was like, not sure which one I believe. And then people are yeah. doing eh, kind of things. I was reading it and thought, why are there three versions? I don't know. And 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 all I kept reading was, well, nobody knows. Nobody knows mm. if it's, you know. And it's quite late as well. Some, like, one of them was like only 14th century, which sounds quite yeah, that's old. Right. But, 14th, that's, yeah, but that's, that's not right. actually that, you know, that's 600 years ago, let's say. No, but how do you make the link? You're not even celebrating an event or a person or yeah. anything. They, they just say, oh, it's St. Valentine's Day. And, and oh, okay, St. Valentine's. What does that mean? Oh, that means you've got to go out and get a card and some flowers and book a... Because that's the other thing that gets me as well. You try booking anywhere mm. on Valentine's Day whether it no. be the cinema or if you want to go bowling or you want to go to, to a restaurant or no chance just yeah. no chance oh sorry yeah it's it's we're fully booked oh okay and we've been fully booked since like January the 6th yeah 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 Follow no I, the money the money no and, and and you're right I think you know in terms of like the com- capitalist conspiracy theories that you you see around you're you're right and you can't like I said you can't begrudge the cinemas and the restaurants to doing it because it's like yeah. we've got an opportunity here to make some serious money so let's do it yeah so yeah yeah I think let's, we can make the money it's a, it's at the end of the day that's what they decide to do mm. It's up to people whether or not they want to to drink that Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, so, like I said, you, you're either on the wheel, of the, you're either on the wheel or you die. <laughs> you get flung yeah. off. Should we move to our last section? We've been going quite a while, by the way. It's quite nice. Yeah. It's been it's been a really Too fluid conversation. I've really enjoyed this one. Um, but we can we can stop talking about this hated holiday, which I think both of us are <laughs> the grumpy old men. Episode. But that's the other thing; it's not even a holiday, is it? It's just a day. Yeah, it's a Monday this year. Yeah, uh, I don't get holiday, some time off. I don't get some time off work. God damn it! No? <laughs> Give you me don't even get that. holiday. God damn it! <laughs> exactly, you don't even get that. What's the point? Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, so we'll ha- we've got our improving our health section. Um, and I've written, I've written like so. We always list the previous health choice just for our listeners, and um, and and a next health choice, which I've I only recently came up like in the last week. It's been empty for quite a while because um, we weren't sure which direction we were taking it until we found yeah. something that worked. But I found something recently that worked, and like on Wednesday where we had one of our calls, me, me and Jerry actually had a call that we have together. Um, I was in like one of the best moods I've been for for 
for months. I was in a really, really good place. Um, and I, I put it down to this. Um, I'm in a less good mood like Thursday, but that's because, um, as I stated to Jerry before the podcast, I could see the smoke, opened the door, went, oh boy, that's where the fire, closed it and went, I'll get me coke. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's, that's different. Sometimes you've, got to, sometimes you've got to deal with the fires. But Wednesday, really good mood, so I, and I put this down. But let's discuss like the previous ones, and I think this is going to be very quick because I think I know your answer. Did you come up with any New Year's resolutions at all? Or is it more just, or and even if it's not specifically a New Year's resolution, did you come up with anything that you'd like to try and tackle this year? I did. Okay. I think I surprised myself with it, actually. Um, and I made the decision that without it impacting on anybody around me, I do need to be more selfish. I have to think... No, that's actually even the wrong way to phrase it. Mm. I. It's not about being selfish. I, I just. I'm always thinking about everybody else. This year, I've got to also start thinking about myself and what's my plan, what's mm. my longer term plan, what do I need to do, and I've got to pay a bit more attention to me, this year. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't a resolution and it wasn't even a conscious thing where I thought, oh, okay, I, this is what I need to do. And as of the 1st of January, I'm going mm. to do this. Yeah. I just decided when I came back to work, I thought, yeah, I've, I've got to start questioning things and assessing things. Mm. Yeah, and we've gone into this doing details, um, yeah. but not for the podcast. Um, which And, and it, to be fair, it's very similar to, to, to my New Year's resolution which um, so, do you, so you made a resolution to do no it. no i i think i've done right. the same thing as you i've just gone actually this year i need to change x right and and that's not to change it just for this year this is a actually it's a it's you know it, I, I i i really laid into it going if you've got the idea just do it but agree sometimes like new year's realization yeah about that? because new year is an opportunity where you go where you tend to think about these things yeah so exactly. you know but but i had this thought before christmas and was going to enact it before christmas but then i was really sick so i was in a terrible mood so and but also i was still didn't really have time to enact it until like the, the 4th of january to really have a think about it and put mm. plans in place and some people might be like oh i've missed the first of january therefore it's gonna have to wait till next year and <laughs> so it's it, yeah it's that all all done thing that mentality that I was going to get to um, and 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 I basically just said actually, um, and I've got to take my hats off to one of my um, uh, interest. This is interesting. Another person who looks exactly like Keanu Reeves, but he looks like <laughs> Keanu Reeves from like ten years ago, like pre John Wick type thing. Pre John Wick. Pre John Wick. With beard. With beard, like no, early beard. With beard. Though. Early beard. Early, early beard. Long hair. No, short hair. Short hair. Short okay. hair, early beard, Keanu Reeves. But okay. um, anyway, this, this person from Taekwondo, um, uh, he, um, in 2018, uh, when, which was one of my lower, lower years, shall we say, in terms of mental health and looking after myself, um, we do a bowling, hey, pre-brandemic, when we could do that type of thing. Um, and he, at the end, it was, it's the last time we see each other, so we'll, you know, we'll 
shaking hands or you know giving each other like hugs and sort of saying have a good christmas have a new year and he pulled me aside just before i left he went i want you to do something for me dom just just one thing and i'm thinking oh god what, what have i done um a lot of respect for him he's a fantastic person and he just went i want you next year to just be kinder to yourself that's it nothing else and 2019 i smashed it because i just had his like thought process and or like those those words that he said to me should just be kinder to yourself and that's little things like you know oh i made a mistake you know it's okay i'm i'm human some people do question whether i'm human i know who you are <laughs> um and he you know i just have that in my head 2019 smashed it went into 2020 obviously feeling pretty good and then march happened and march 2020 he still hasn't finished yet um two and a half years later um so it's it's been a little bit difficult but actually yeah this time it was like no i'm gonna remember what what this person said to me and actually again i'm gonna be just a little bit kinder to myself you know i don't need to be perfect i I don't do and ironically when when i'm like that i actually am so much better because yeah. you know because i i let myself enjoy things and and you know i realize actually I, I do enjoy going to the gym i just don't enjoy doing that exercise so just, i'm not gonna do that exercise I can't be asked for that exercise i'm gonna do something else um so yeah so i i kind of made a new year's resolution but it was more of a like a new year's realization i think is a really good point good on you i and as you say i think it happens because it's a natural thing to do because of that time of year and you have time you, you take a break Albeit yeah. I was ill as well as you know over over Christmas, so but I still had some thinking time, and when I came back and before everything kind of really kicked off work-wise, I still had some thinking time. So, so you do have that that opportunity to have that New Year's realization. Yeah. So, yeah. It's normally the first time some of us get a holiday. If, yeah. As yeah. well, isn't it? See, yeah, it's the first time exactly. you get to think and things like that. Um, but I have put a new health choice. And okay. I'm not, there's no, there's no, there's no goals for this because it's a process. And I love process goals, as you, as you, as you may have aware. Um, and I, I kind of briefly explained it in one of our meetings, but I'll, I'll explain it all from scratch. Um, not only for you for this podcast, but also for our listeners to, to understand what I'm going on. Um, so it's called the just one thing method. Now, um, I use an application called Todoist, um, and so to-do list, but minus the L basically. Um, and it's a wonderful application because it syncs everywhere and I can, and I can set like, you can set reoccurring things like every first Saturday in the month. So uh, it means ah. that on the first Saturday, when it's the first weekend, I can do things like remember to pay the credit card bill. Um, because trying to do that on the first, if it's like a Thursday, is impossible. But yeah. the first Saturday, I'll have time. But anyway, great application. This is not an advert for this application. Although if you do want to sponsor me, that would be grand. <laughs> um, and being a remote-centric worker, if they want to offer me a job. Never mind. Um, so one of the things to do with like doing tasks is... You know, if you're suffering from like burnout, uh, procrastination is then one of the big things. And because procrastination happens when you're stressed, your body goes into, I want to do something fun, so I'm just going to do nothing, right? That's that's how procrastination works. And a lot of times people, you know, especially if they're drowning in tasks, a lot of people will go, have you tried prioritizing your to-do list? 
I'm sure you've probably had that and you just think no I can't I can't do that that's that's just too much so what you end up in is like this loop where it's like you feel like rubbish so you procrastinate and then because you procrastinate you feel rubbish about yourself and then because you feel rubbish about yourself and you end up in like this bad cycle so the idea of this like just one thing is to it's just do a thing like to 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 get you started um and i've got i've actually got my book here which um jerry can see and you can just see it just as like action 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 and loads yeah. of tick boxes so i haven't quite yeah. followed it a hundred percent so here's how it works um it's it's this is and it they they said you should use this when you're in an endless loop of procrastination i've just extended it um get a pen and pencil pen i use pencil um I don't, i've always used pencil i've got lovely two uh, hb pencils um <laughs> write the date so today is uh it's well it's in nine minutes it will be the 22nd so um we can do that and i've used this at the weekend as well by the way and think of one task like literally one thing to to do and that could be as simple as do the washing up um and the example that you, they give here is like cancel weekly uh cancel weekly mo- meeting oh they've got my name in here uh, respond to dom re data analyst what it's, it's actually got that written on this piece of paper okay. uh, update thread re data survey uh and then but then later on it's got make lunch and it's take a shower is the second last thing on that thing so it's literally like but the, the key point is is to write one thing on that piece of paper then go and do it and that could be you know like i said that could be washing up or anything like that um and then when you come back to your piece of paper cross it out do the next thing and it's not about getting more it's not about writing another to-do list it's about single actions it's about that single focus and action but also recognizing that things like doing lunch having um making your lunch or having a shower are actions towards getting you out of procrastination i know when i've been in real bad situations my procrastination is so much like i can't bother to cook food or I can't move over to have a shower. Can't move, to, but just go in. And the the there is a there is a thing on the brain where um, doing a to do list is so addictive because it has the same, it activates the same part of your brain as gambling. Like every time you pull a slot machine, every now and then oh, you I get see. a good one, and that's and a to do list does that. It activates that same portion in your brain. It can actually right. become almost addictive to to do a to to do list. But if you get overwhelmed, you just got to start and you can use it to your advantage. So I, I literally, I have mine in front of me now. Um, and, you know, like the uh, I've got the 20th and the twin and today's. So um, like my 20th, I, I'm not going to go into detail because some of them are like to do like meetings. So the 20th, by the way, I started meetings at nine o'clock and I finished them at 4.30. And at 4.30, I left to go to Taekwondo. Um and that's and that was my whole day so i've uh, none of these have times and i've done them one by one so i've got uh i catch up with the other the, the other people of my job role um and then i did that so i ticked it off now that's a meeting it's a scheduled meeting but i still put that action down that to do it okay and it kept it keeps you focused because i go my my sole task at the moment 
is to do this meeting. So I don't go and check teams or other ims or emails i just concentrate and it was really good actually i did a lot of listening learned a little bit and actually kind of was like oh somebody actually needs a bit of support and i should probably jump on that and i wrote i wrote a couple of notes underneath that action which it doesn't say to do but that's just a personal way i've done it then i had a meeting about um uh, i'd done an interview so i met up with the other person i interviewed with as the interviewer um, and we got together and wrote some feedback that was my next thing. Action done. Uh, then uh, the next thing actually is is we had a catch up. So I wrote Jerry and Dom catch up. So all it says just says Jerry and Dom catch up. There's no notes under it. Just a Jerry and Dom catch up. And, it's and got again, tick. we had that in our diaries. Yeah, we had that in the diaries. So, again, my this yeah. whole day is just things like that. Uh, then we had um, our diversity inclusivity chat. So I've just put that. And then I've written. I wrote. Uh, I'd forgotten to do an action. Um, and I even said it in the thing. I just completely forgotten. So I wrote that in this in the here that says that, and then I transferred that to my to do list. So when I've got some time, I can look at my to do list and put it as the one action I need to do. My to do list is like the bit where I can't hold it all in my brain. This is about getting my tasks done. It's not another yeah. to do list. Uh, then I have literally like, the next thing on the list: lunch. Um, and then I have. Uh, then we had another engineering leadership catch up. So I was literally on, I, I did that tick. Then I had a catch up with a technical lead uh, check. Then I had a resourcing meeting check. And then, no word of a lie, I had a gap. Now it doesn't say I, uh, you know, I did this other task of work. It says washing up. So I went and did the washing up. That's got a tick on it. And then the next one, I think I got lazy because it just says pancakes. <laughs> I went and made pancakes yesterday and I did that, you know, and I, and I, che I checked. Then it's got um, closed down. Um, it's got closed down a thing for work that I needed to close down. So I closed it down and then it's got go to Taekwondo. And when I come back from Taekwondo, I checked, closed the book and I went, I don't need to use this anymore to get anything more done because the next thing after Taekwondo is to go to bed. And that's that thing. And I just got that one thing done like constantly throughout the day. And then today, so I had a bit more time for today. So I had a meeting at nine, uh, a discussion around our documentation, done. Uh, then I had a one-to-one -one catch up. So that's done. Um, then the next thing is food and washing up. Just as food, tick, washing up, tick. Um, and then I kind of didn't do anything because I was feeling a little bit burnt out. Uh, at that point because I'd done so much over the last few days I'd almost used this too effectively um, and I, it just says uh, go for a walk and I went for a, a 40, 45 minute ish walk just I went I actually went to Asda while I was there which is within walking distance to me um, and then uh, there's a couple of other bits and pieces which I can't mention because they're work related and things like that uh, and then it's got quiz <laughs> excellent so the last last five quiz food meditation podcast and i did all of those in that order um i haven't ticked the podcast podcast is the last thing on the list is it oh, at the moment yes it's the last yeah. thing on the list and it will be the last thing on the list because uh in in two minutes it will be the 22nd so i'll make a new new time in the diary so i've kind of explained this in a very long-winded way um but 
even though this is to, to help you know help procrastination actually what it's done for me is to just solely focus my mind in just getting stuff done so that I still have my to-do list which is electronic in Todoist you know for that um, but what I will do is if I've got spare time I will just go what's in my to-do list right I'm going to do that one and then I will just go and do that anyway I've kind of ranted and raved and what I thought would be good is for something for us to both try and perhaps feedback process goals so to speak well i like the sound of that i kind of do that kind of already mm. which is <clears throat> i mean it was something i read years ago and it was a principle of to feel better about yourself and to feel that you've achieved something during the day set yourself one task or mm. one thing that you need to do and if you've done that and you can tick that off then you know if if you feel like your day hasn't gone according to plan and none of, none of the other things that you've you've tried you've set out to do you've managed to do mm. and you end up with the day you know with lots of loose ends and stuff so long as you've ticked that one thing so the thing for today for me was and I've got a diary here mm. which which I have mine's, to use because it yeah mine's a bigger one I've got it's got everything in here like you know pay car tax or MOT or whatever that's due or book car in for a service or they're just examples but I wrote down for example tonight's PM record podcast with Dom tomorrow it's yeah tick that box tomorrow i've got three things actually one is take larry to the paddock mm -hmm. so tomorrow the things i have to achieve take larry to the paddock go play mini golf because oh. that's but yeah friends book that and then tomorrow night have that curry takeaway mm -hmm. Make sure you've got your handkerchief ready to mop your brow when you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put the toilet paper towel. in the fridge. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah, and and this is and kind of like that. Um, I I I know the method that you mean, and the reason. Do you know the reason why I don't? Why I prefer this one over kind of setting things in advance. Right. Because, because of the the, the type of jobs that we both had because of the oh there's the fire um you know uh, so i i i unfortunately somebody you know literally come to me and she, and they're like I, I, have you got 5 minutes and i'm looking at my calendar going actually no but you're one of the people that i support as one of my line reports you take priority absolutely um really sorry it's going to have to be ne she's like it's not major and i was like this is the only 5 minutes i've got so if it's now it, it's got to be now or not today okay mm. so we caught up and um unfortunately her um her uh children had have got covid and she's like they're 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 like five like five and eight or something like that she's like so i'm probably going to get it because you try and keep a sick child away from you and it's like yeah no 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 yeah, so yeah and, she, and, and 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 inevitably she's eventually got it but the, the the point you know those types of things happen you know and because 
I would then look at those three things on that list and they could be anything. And if I got an interruption like that, that meant that one of those things didn't get done, I'd see that as a failure. Whereas if I've still just, if I've just written down one thing that I know I can get done, or I know that that, that was the next thing to get done, I'm, I feel more likely to achieve it. It doesn't matter. It's not about getting through that task list. It's just about getting through as much as possible. So the time becomes the bound, not the number of tasks. Um, Got it. And, right. and don't, get, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, both methods really work. They wouldn't exist if they didn't. It, sometimes it's personal preference. This one works, has really worked for me. And, you know, the example I then use is for, like, if I go back to my... Uh, let me just go back to my weekend because I did use it on the weekend, but I've got to find it because it was a couple of days ago. <laughs> Where is it gone? Did I put it in this one? Oh, where's it gone? It basically says... Is this the one? No, that can't be because that's got... Although that was a good day because I did... So this day I've done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. I've done 21 actions. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's meeting, uh, breakfast club, breakfast club, cut my hair, put stuff in the washing machine, cook lunch, respond to uh, messages on WhatsApp because I'd, I'd ignored them for two days. Uh, one-to-one, one-to-one, more food, uh, file emails because I'd not done it yet. Um, book a meeting for one. Literally, I've got book a meeting for somebody. Book another meeting. Put clothes away from the washing machine. Uh, purchase new jeans. Uh, book another meeting. Update a wiki page. Pack for going to some friends. Review a CV. Like review a CV. I wrote that down. Quiz. Go to friends. Uh, meditate. Ah, here we go. Here's the weekend. Weekend. Washing up. Uh, Sudoku puzzle. Uh, prepare my turkey burgers. Absolute disaster. Uh, create my cheesecake. Mint. Oh no, prepare, sorry, prepare for my turkey burgers. Create the cheesecake. Uh, create the burgers. Uh, and then, and, and that was it. That's all I did for that day. Okay. But yeah, so I used it the weekend as well. Um, so yeah, turkey burgers, by the way, absolute disaster. Cheesecake, absolutely. Yeah, but that cheesecake, burger. you like you'd nailed that. I did. I, nailed I nailed. It. The, I nailed the consistency. I didn't quite get the flavour right. Yeah, it needed more. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. So I don't really know where we're going to take this improving our health. I've kind of spoken for a long time. Hmm. I, I, well, I see what you've done, and I'll try practicing that. Hmm. But this, but I have to say, what what I've, what I do here with what's in my diary, that's, mm. it, for me, all, with all the work stuff, I, I have everything in OneNote. Mm. So OneNote, as, as things go through, I I do what you do, but I do it on OneNote. Mm. As I go through the day, mm. and then. So I'll add stuff into OneNote. When I've done it, I'll then delete it. So it's nice to see that list go back down. Yeah. For, for anything non-work related, that goes yeah. into my diary. So Which that's, is su- 
super yeah. important. So I yeah. can actually explain that phenomenon, and, and I, I'm conscious of how long this podcast is going on, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to spiel too much. But I'm really passionate about all these kind of productivity things. But actually, I think they're just getting over, you know, procrastination and mental health things are actually the more important thing. So what I'm doing here is probably is more to get over that procrastination, which I think is actually helping me because that's the bit that I was struggling, I think, with my new job. Right. You know, I'm a little bit stressed and I don't want to do something. And I, I think I need to do, you know, I need to do that. And especially when uh, I don't know if I don't know if my manager is going to listen to this, but she she sent me a message on uh, on Thursday saying, oh, I've got some feedback for you. It's not bad, but it's a good point. Let's catch up. And obviously I couldn't because I had no time. And then she doesn't work Fridays so she's like oh yeah we'll catch up on Friday in our one-to-one but that's at four o'clock on Friday so I've got to spend the whole weekend thinking about it um but this so this method helps me to kind of put that in the back of my mind and still carry Mm. on the tasks without being paralyzed so this is a really good method the method you're doing that to just explain a little bit the science behind it is what they call big picture focus and because you've written it down like the human brain has not yet adapt, not yet adapted. It might do, but not yet adapted to typing, and for it being a thing to implant. But for some strange reason, and it's scientifically proven, writing, like physically getting a pen or paper and writing it down, will allow you to remember it and gain ingrain into your brain. And it's the stuff that you're choosing is what they call big picture focus items, which okay. means that which are items that are more satisfactory then you're oh i reviewed a cv at work because they they are fulfillment tasks they're tasks that fulfill without sounding too cheesy your soul that part of your brain that 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 lights up when you're excited and that's okay. how the big picture works which is why it works for you and well it worked it worked for everybody this works as well if you're in terms of like oh i'm so stressed i can't activate that bit i can't look at my big picture i just need to get that loop yeah 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 that makes sense i think what i've got from this is we shouldn't change what we're doing i think it's that's just been a really good for me get it out there here's what i've discovered and i'd actually i'd love like we we get a little bit of engagement from our listeners but i would well, actually, no, we get a, I get a lot from some people normally criticizing some one of our stupid opinions. My mother apparently has a list based on our Christmas podcast. But I would love, like, feedback on, on what people think about both Yeah, I would as well. That'd be good. Yeah, definitely see what people think. See, you know, maybe they, they do something a bit different or have a completely different take on it or they've read something that applies a different... or looks at things from a slightly different angle. I don't know. But, yeah, all feedback... Yeah. We'd love to get that. Love it. We always love feedback. And if I remember, I'll put the uh, I'll put the Todoist blog on it in in the in the description. But cool. I won't remember. I can't guarantee I remember to do that. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Actually, one thing I need you to grab your pencil now oh. that it's the twenty second. Yeah. I need you to write. Watch Predator. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I won't add it to that list. I will add it. I promise I will add it to... Oh, I can't add it to my to-do list. Or I can. I'll have to add it on my phone. There you go. So I'm going on my phone. I'm picking up my phone. I am going to... So I have a movies like section in my phone. So at the oh, top, right. it says The Martian. Oh, yeah. Um, you haven't, have you seen the film? 
You haven't seen the film yet. Not seen The Martian, the film. Ah. The book is incredible. Yeah, the book. You see, I've heard so many people say the book is is obviously the best. You, 99% of the time, that that's the case, isn't it? Yeah. I can't spell Predator. Is it Predator? Yeah. Pred, Priya, P-R-E-D-A-T. Yeah, is it, yeah, has it got three vowels in it? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just adding watch. Watch Predator. It's going to have no date for the moment. Yeah, don't worry. As long as it's tomorrow. Today. I should probably add, um, what's <laughs> the other one? <laughs> what's the one that's, what's the other one that you wanted to add, want me to watch? It's the, 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 they were talking about in the quiz. Oh. We well, are, we are kind of doing our social Con things Air. and we're still running a podcast. But <laughs> I know, it's crazy, isn't it? Con Air. You want to watch, watch Con, Con Air. Air and The Rock. Okay. I will add them later. Let's let's close up this podcast before cool. it gets bored of our social things. <laughs> Jerry, what's your final thoughts? Um, watch Predator. <laughs> final thoughts. Um, I really enjoyed our podcast as I always do, but this is super super relaxed. We seem to be getting more relaxed each podcast, which is nice. And I think it's. I've had time to reflect, and I think. Um, I think the, the secret is to seize the moment. So to quote a Latin term, so carpe diem, seize the moment mm. if you want to do something, especially if it involves something to do with relationships, friendships. If you just feel the urge that, you know, you just want to, you appreciate somebody, you want to say thank you, you just want to chat to somebody, you want to express your love for them, whatever it, whatever it is, just do it. You don't need to wait until valentine's day the 14th seize the moment yeah seize the moment that's what i thought as as i like to say hashtag get on with it (laughs) yeah hashtag don't procrastinate yeah write it down cross it off your list get it done cross it off your list jerry thank you so much for doing this podcast with me i've really enjoyed this this is a great conversation love it thank you really appreciate it thank you ever so much for listening listeners and watching if you're on youtube although not much to watch um uh yeah thank you um please look after yourself take care of yourself and we'll see you on the next podcast catch you then